This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 56, Talking Heroclix. Marvel or DC characters? It's recording well, right now. Welcome back to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 56. We're talking Heroclix today. I'm here with a uh, special guest, or my special guest is... Tom Kerr. And our my regular co-host for the Talking Heroclix episodes is... Nathan Struck. Okay, let's jump in. So we have a little... <laughs> you levels of guests. Yeah, well, you have to be on a lot more episodes before you can be a special... Oh, special I guess. I'm like 100, and he's still calling me guest, so don't worry about it. Well, sure. yeah, well, because you're on every episode. If you're on... You start showing up to the review episodes... You also don't you live be... here, so technically you are a guest. I wasn't on the one, last one with Tom, and let me tell you, the feeling of betrayal on that... Was it Listeners? Well, yeah. I mean, they went behind my back and everything. I didn't even <laughs> know about this. Yeah. Well, don't just, that's what happened with Paul, though. I was also out of town. Oh, Paul. Oh, my goodness, Because Paul. Paul, people who've been listening to the show, Paul Scores, who's my brother-in-law, he's been on a number of episodes, and he unfortunately was not able to make it to one episode that we didn't even invite him to, which was our comic book video game episode. We thought it'd be fine, and he was just, like, furious. Yeah. But he'll never listen to this, so we're okay. That's okay. <laughs> not, not that he's a jerk, he just didn't have time. He has, a, you know, three, three kids he's taking care of, and... That sounds like it's just taking care of children. There's a lot of filler own. content. This is all filler. Let's talk about HeroClix. All right. Now, <laughs> yeah. what would you like to start with? Uh, I'll throw it to, to Tom. We have a lot of things that we could talk about. We could talk about the new Teen Titans HeroClix stuff. We've got our definitive versions of, or what we think the most comic accurate versions are of, uh, well, Abomination and uh, Bizarro. Right. Mm-hmm. Or we could talk about our uh, top three unclicked figures. What would you like to talk about first? Well, I think that uh, might as well start... We said that we might... If we're going to talk about Teen Titans, I think we have to start by talking about Team Dials. Okay. And generally speaking, even though... Now that we've seen one, and we get a sense of how Team Dials are going to work, then we can comment on what we think of them. Because I kind of had an idea before we started, which which, uh, grows out of my idea of duos, which is not an overly positive one, but all the same. Uh, just basically how we feel they've done with the mechanic now that we've actually seen the mechanic with one example. Okay. Um, and uh, and how we feel about that mechanic in general. How about that? Okay, that's a great place to start. Uh, Nate, what do you think? I mean, you are, first of all, you're cool on the Team Times set in general, but I know that we're getting the Team Dials with the X-Men set. So you were previously, but before we knew really anything, you were excited by the prospect of having blue and gold, X-Men, etc. Mm-hmm. Now that we have a... Now that we've kind of peeked behind the curtain and we've seen more about what Team Dial's acts are going to be in terms of how they're going to be in the boxes and wh- like how they're going to play, what is your feeling now? I feel like um, I'm, as, I'm being manipulated by, <laughs> by WizKids to buy product, and I am not compelled to buy anything, right? Like, like you don't have to buy anything, but they, they, they do this very cleverly, and they go, look, I'm going to give you three of the UFOs, and the last one's a super rare. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, they've done it lots of times. You get excited that. for a team, and yeah. they're going to get... So, in this case... The next, wave was, next wave is the same. Next wave is the same. We can't keep a captain. Can't keep... No, can't, can't the runaways were the same. Uh, oh, yeah. The, every time. From that set, even from Hammer of Thor, there was another example. Uh, uh, the, the Agents of Atlas. Agents of Atlas, because what Venus was... Uh, yeah. yeah. So, they, it's no different with team dials. We'll give you three, and then there are some others, but to get them, you're going to have to buy, you know, buy figures in the set. And as, so far as we can tell, Starfire is a super rare. Right, yeah. so this is the yep. this is the pattern, right? Like you, all the more in order to play the team dials, you're going to want to complete a team. In the past, you could play next with the fourth character with the four characters, and I have. It's fine. Yeah, um, I do want the captain. I did go out and purchase him because I needed to get him. I need to. But uh, in this case, if you want to have that little base sitting on your coffee table or wherever you keep it, I don't know if anyone's kind of um, 
bold enough to keep Heraclix on their coffee table, but uh, <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. Maybe right, right against the side of my living room. <laughs> if you don't have a lot of visitors coming over and asking you, like, what are those? Then I guess you know. <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? <laughs> I just have. Pet. I'm saying that no one comes and visits me, and my clits are everywhere. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, so that that collecting side is one side of it, right? And I feel like when it comes to Wolverine, and the X Men, and Golden Blue, um, I do want to have those teams. I don't want the team dows. I mean, no. I, I could I could let my cat poop on it. I don't care. You can use it as a, a litter for all I care. I want the actual figures, and and to have to get. I don't want to come to your house anymore. <laughs> oh my! I don't you do whatever I want with my cat. Um, to get those three figures is kind of yeah. I know what they're doing. It's smart business sense. It's good. It's a good practice for for business. But. I find it just it feels more of a rip off. Like you're gonna get this because instead of getting two boosters, you're gonna get a, this the super booster. Could you imagine if Trigon was available just with his base? In the super booster, and then the top half of him, you had to open in another super booster or go to a convention. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, that would be the worst. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's it's, it's not the same. It's a tease, but, but yeah, it is disappointing. Like I just feel like just a general ripoff. Like because usually super boosters are like what thirty bucks. So I'm gonna buy 30, 30 bucks for three figures. Now I could yeah. say, look, I'll buy it on the secondary market, and I'll buy them one by one. I'll pick yeah. whatever I want because I am afraid right now that I'm gonna buy a case of giant size X Men, giant size X Men, Wolverine the X Men. And I'm gonna get um, the the new Hellfire Club with the stupid kids, yeah, and a classic kind of um, Excalibur one. And I'll be like, I'm fine with Excalibur, but I don't care that much. I'm no. not even gonna get a Gold or Blue. And then what do I have to do? Now I have to collect the rest of the figures for that dial, yeah. And then I have to go out and try to find Gold and Blue on the secondary market, and they're not gonna be thirty dollars. For Gold and Blue X-Men? No. They'll probably be sixty dollars. Yeah. yeah, totally. And and the thing that they kind of also tie your hands with or, and this is actually not so much tying your hands with, with buying the figures, but also just knowing what's coming in the set. I find I'm still excited for Wolverine and the X Men. I think it'll be great, but my interest is slightly diminished because I know we're going to be losing slots in the main set for to completing def- teams yeah. that I don't care about as much. Is that okay? Well, that's fair, but I mean that is a bit of a detriment. At the same time, I mean if they that made be- that made Wolverine and the X Men set feel bigger. Yeah, because you're like I'm going to be getting these full sets, and I'm going to be getting more. Yeah. And now you're not getting as much. What do you mean? What, uh, well, because if I thought um, I'm going to get gold, right. so oh, sorry, sorry, I'm going to get X Men Blue. So that means I don't have to take up a slot with Jubilee. Anyone else could be there. <laughs> but now Jubilee might end up taking up a slot that I thought was going to be used by someone else. I thought we were going to get like complete teams in these packs. Oh, and, separate from the, the the set list. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I see what that, you're saying. That's what originally what I thought it was going to be. And I was so excited about that because that sounded like you're going to get so much more. Exactly. Right. So if there's a number one common included on a team dial, you will never see that in Sealed unless you were playing Sealed with with, with the Super Boosters. Yeah, which no one ever would do. Right. But, so. but don't... Th- yeah. yeah, okay. So it, it just... It, <laughs> that actually could be revisited now that we know we're getting individual figures in the Super Boosters, but... Yeah, you know, but... You would never, you'd never I would never How would you that? feel if they... Had super boosters and with a team dial on them with three figures, so you can play out of the box. Sure. And those same three figures were available in the set. I wouldn't like that either. Because now it's a vi- now you can buy like a super booster if you want the base. Yep. And for those of us who want to abstain, yep. I can buy the set. I would like it better. I would love that. Yeah, I would like it better for sure. Well, uh, okay, because now they have more chances to get that jubilee you want, so I, or yeah, nightcrawler, yeah, or whoever it is. Well, then it just it, it further diminishes the amount of free slots. In the in what the is, set, this is free slot. Well, because think about how many slots there are for a character, and then we already know we're getting what, like, how many team dials are in Wolverine the X Men? We think I don't know, um, like maybe four at least, four or five. Yeah. And each one's going to have a what, like, how many are on the Teen Titans one? Like six or seven? I think it's seven. So the what, seven, seven figures. Yeah, I, think so. I thought there was five. 
that can Six. fit. That can fit, or that that start. That we have to bring up a picture, and we could solve that. That's true. Well, based on the ones who are like, I think you can have the entire team together, right? Yeah. Well, when it comes to X Men Gold and Blue, you've got about six members on each. So blue is um, uh, Beast, Cyclops, Psylocke, Rogue, Gambit, Wolverine, Wolverine Six, and Jubilee was and often Ju- with them. She okay. We can throw in Jubilee. Yes. So maybe six or seven. Six know. or seven. And then Gold is Archangel, Colossus, Jean Grey, Storm, Xavier, and Bishop. Archangel. And Bishop. And then Bishop sometimes. So seven for each. So that's like fourteen that are already. So I, I wouldn't want to see them. All in the base set. I want them to be just in the... I just wish that each team was a complete team in the set. Yeah. And we didn't have that doubled over. Because then we, it would feel like we're getting so much more. And if you wanted to get a Super Wish, you're getting a complete team. Yeah. That's the only reason I thought that I would ever consider buying a Super Yeah, Wish. it does feel like you're, the value The value is greater when you can get a full team. I'm it buying really a team. Yeah. It wasn't even about the, how many figures that were necessarily in that team. But you were getting the complete team. But you know they never would. Now you're getting they'd part give of you, it. They'd give you six at most. And then the seventh would be a Super Rare we, we had, Yeah, well, we had no reason to believe that they weren't going to do that before. And then... Yes. Here they come with Teen Titans, and I'm like, now I care so much it less. It does feel like you're paying 30 bucks for a lot of plastic. Three figures and a base that I didn't want to begin with. Most people, for the most part, especially because you know, I appreciate that they've at least made it so that these team dials, they work in higher games, higher point games. Mm-hmm. Which is great, but at the same time, you're never going to see that in the tournament. And most people just play tournaments. There's not as much friendly gaming as people would like to see. Well, now at least the mechanic, I mean, reading over it, it's a little lengthy, but for the most part, Tom kind of hit on the head when he said... Uh, or at least when he brought up duos, because the split, excuse me, split and merge mechanic plays kind of like this. You can take an action token and you can remove them from the base. You can separate them. This idea of being able to separate them. Uh, the team dial though brings additional powers when they're connected. You could kind of think of that as a duo anyway. When they are united yes. together, they get special, <clears throat> unique abilities they don't have separate. I agree. So but it's like a massive duo. Yeah, but it, I just don't like the idea that you know flashes on the dial or kid flashes on the dial. So now the dial can use hypersonic. Yeah. Well, yes. when his face is on, it's that, true. When his face is showing on, okay. it, just like in the comics, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. That, what does that even mean? Like sometimes he can. I don't understand. Well, sometimes <laughs> he makes the whole team go yeah. fast. Sometimes when he's there, then suddenly everyone's going super fast. Yeah. And then uh, anyway, you that's, know, you know what happens. This is not about comic realism. I know. I understand. My big complaint is that it's a giant dial, and I don't want to move a giant anything around the map. I don't play Colossals. I don't play double-based characters if I can help it. So I don't see any need to play it feels a 2 less, by 4 It's less interesting because like, you're just doing four actions per turn with the same dial. Well, it depends on how many points you're playing. Yes, with. it does. But I'd rather just use the characters on their own. That's like, how I would absolutely. That just because seems more you, exciting. Yes. Yeah. Like, and then instead of them all being together all the time. I like the di- idea of Robin hiding and hindering while Starfire's carrying, you know, somebody else uh, yeah. into position like and they're we, hiding in bushes we, and alleyways. You know, we play the game to play comics, yeah. basically. And in well, all honesty, also miniatures, though. Yeah. That, this isn't a miniature. That feels more to me like a team acting like a team is when some of them spread out and some of them cluster together. Right. Uh, and they're all positioning and, and, and acting according to what they would do or what sort of best suits their 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 playing style. Yeah. Uh, by pigeonholing them all onto a single dial, putting them all together into a single place and saying this is how uh, you will get benefits for working as a team as long as you're all clustered together, that is not indicative of the way almost any team really best functions. No. And so if the, if the concept of the team dial is encouraging you towards... Uh, playing a team that acts as a more unified unit or feels like they're acting as a more unified unit, uh, what you're actually physically doing is the complete opposite of what I would consider acting as a unified unit. You're forcing them all to stand uh, near each other and then 
utilize one or the other's powers at any given time. Yeah. And then they couldn't see how to overcome the problem of, what about different elevations? We have all these maps where they've got like one or two squares per elevation. How do we solve the problem of having this giant base? How about we just ignore elevations? How about they can just be on multiple elevations? No one's been able to do that yet. No. We're going to just make it possible because we can't, we really can't, we're wringing our hands here. We don't know what to do. We promised everyone we're going to make something really cool and we can't figure it out. So we're just going to just say, ignore it. Just be, just go where you want. And you, you know, you have your giant bases over like three different elevations if you wanted to be. So much ignoring in the game now anyway. Well, like so many game effects are just flat out ignored or don't matter. But like more to, to Tom's point, um, how fun would StarCraft be if you could only ever group your characters together? Mm. How fun would Fire Emblem be or Disgaea, not, or Disgaea, Dis- um, um, yeah, Disgaea, it's a, um, a turn-based strategy game as well, if you could only move them in one unit? Mm. Uh, chess, wherever you move your queen, all of the pawns go too. That just, it takes away the dynamic of different units have different strengths, yeah. and you can play them, and you can do divide and conquer, you can do pincer attacks. The game of Risk is a you know, game we talked about today. I love that. It's a great strategy mm. game. If yeah. you could only have all your characters on one territory, it would not be fun. It's like, well, I'm going to have my one territory. Attack your one territory. Imagine a game against two team dials. I'm going to have my team take six actions. When you're done with those six actions, get ready. Because yeah. I have six actions of my own coming up. Yeah. And I'm going to blast you back. To, like, great. To me, to me, honestly, a headquarters dial would make a lot more sense. To, and you can almost like do the same thing. Like kind of thing? Yeah. Or even, you, you, like, yes, it would probably have to stay in one spot, or even if you could find some justification for moving it under the right circumstances. I mean, the Teen Titans are already standing in front of their tower. And to me, if it was designed properly, it would feel more thematic that characters can go to the HQ, and then you can have certain powers, and then there's a reason why having them all in one place makes sense and enables them to have different powers they can use and special benefits for using them. And if they keep sculpting the team dials to make it look like they're hanging out at their headquarters, that's basically what they're doing anyway. Um, and, and so to me, like an HQ uh, type of dial would make a lot of sense. And I think that you could do that as an alternate for vehicles sometimes, if it's big enough, like a helicarrier or, a, or even yeah. the Blackbird. Isn't that what the Batcave is? It's a resource, right? Yeah. So it's off the map. It has, gives you things you can access. Yeah. But that's where it stays. Yeah. And other than that, it's a nice piece to put on your coffee. Or even something that replaces your starting area with a headquarters. I think that'd be cool if you could go to the back there and maybe have a chance to either yeah. get some enhancements. Sure. Uh, you know, you could get you could bring in special objects, or maybe you could go back there for some support. I feel like people will stop will be turtling so that they're close so that they can do that more easily. True. Yeah, but with all the pulse wave in the game, enjoy. Yeah. I'm going to run in there with uh, Phil Uric and blast the hell out of you and incapacitate yeah. you. I'm like one... you did today, right, Adam? Oh, thanks. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. No, I did not. Sorry about you that. You killed him. I pulse wave him first. We had a, <laughs> he went day, down in a, a day of hero But we had a pulse waving feast, didn't we? Like, everyone was pulse waving all the time, especially yeah. in that little corner with the phoenixes and stuff. <laughs> True. Even the, even the, the Hulked Out Heroes, the Cyclops still yeah, uh, he did it like three times. Yes, yeah, he did, so yeah. I mean, there's so much pulse wave around. I mean, uh, turtling, it exists, but there are plenty of things. All these goblins try. throwing multiple target and explosions. less turtling in terms of clusters and more just staying near their home base like staying well, at their side that's kind of how clicks used to be with the medics you used to put a medic on your team yeah. a paramedic you'd run out there you'd get hit by, with your KC Superman oh KC Superman oh, I, I gotta bring him back you fly back you'd heal up it used to be the way all the time anyway oh, yeah. so it's not like and, and there is a, a, a problem with that though having to flee to get home get back to this base yeah. means that you are no longer pressing the attack and sometimes really the best defense is a good offense yeah. Yeah. and if you're taking your resources and actions to flee Maybe that's great for me. I'd love to charge you down and fire True. at you while you're healing. Yeah. And, and that's ultimately what the team dial seems to work more like. It's, in fact, the team dial almost feels more like an HQ dial that just wasn't fully realized. Mm. As opposed to actually being a team dial. I don't know what that would be. Because as like I said, the, 
the definition of good teamwork mm. for most teams is spreading yourselves out somewhat. Sometimes certain people cluster together. Some are up front. Some are tying people down. Some are shooting. Every team, the, the concept that I've ever really come across in gaming works on that mechanic. Yeah. I'm also wondering, because Team Titans the only one we've ever seen so far, what is the back background going to be on others? Like, I mean, with the, like Titans, obviously, they took it from New Team Titans number one. Mm-hmm. I get that. So, like, for X-Men, like, what what is going to be behind this team? Like, the mansion. Is it just going to be the mansion on both of them, though? Like, no. I don't know. I, I just think it's boring. It's potentially quite boring, especially if they're just doing it from comic book covers. It could be interesting, but especially with, like, Blue, did they ever really have a good cover with their own one together? <laughs> yeah, what about Excalibur? No. Are they going to stand in front of a big flag? Well, there's, at least, they had, they had a cover where they're all standing there on, on the edge of a building... And that you could use, and that probably would be the one I would expect Excalibur to have. But the Golden Blue never had a cover where they're all together and just assembled and ready. Well, we're, we're, we're assuming a lot from the one dial. Making it's huge all assumptions, based obviously. Based on a cover, though. You know, but that's what all what HeroClix fans and comic fans are about. We're making, about <laughs> seeing true. minimal information, making huge assumptions based the on massive diatribes. Speaking of the importance, as Tom was saying, of strategy and tactics and the ability to kind of um, be flexible as a team... One of my favorite examples of team and teamwork is um, the X Force, sorry, X Factor episode of the X Men animated te- uh, television show. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they are fighting against opponents that are essentially, you know, exploiting their weaknesses, like they, they know them well, they've read them, they know how to fight them, yeah. and then they say, Cyclops says it. Who tells them to switch? I think it's Cyclops. It's like switch your opponents. They know your weaknesses. They're using them against you, and then everybody switches. And like as as a, as a ten year old, you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's like this, uh, you know, by using teamwork and tactics, by changing up their opponents i could outthink my, my you know the, all the, it was a, it was a great example to me of the dynamic mm. of a team mm-hmm. you can do that in clicks you yeah. can say like look the guy i'm going up against has a lot of combat reflexes i cannot fight him with this wolverine character his defense is too high i've got to bring storm in and if she's running shots at him she'll be able to not you know she won't get the plus two bonus against her modifier and then it's better for me to use a range combatant yeah. against a character who's good at up close combat what a great thing to do we do that all the time and i watched our game and we yeah. were constantly in flux and mm. I watched um, uh, a Tom go, look, you know what? I've got a base Terax. Terax is flying around, psychic blasting everybody. So he brings Worldbreaker charging across the map and bases him. And all of a sudden, Terax loses his bonuses and gets crushed the next turn. Didn't even and it was to, gorgeous. He didn't even have to attack. He just moved to, just to base him. But if Tom yeah. hadn't made that decision, if he had tried to do something else, like, oh, I'll fire back at him. Or yeah. I'll, I'll or, make a barrier. No, yeah. he just ran up in front of him and said, I'll crush you. Yeah, and also, had it been trying to get in position to try to charge, then he would have kept moving. And mm-hmm. so, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice the strike in order to shut down the opponent and sometimes if the opponent is is uh, exactly as you say if Terex is, is is ripping around killing people from range then and you're trying to play the range game against him but he's just got so much damage and so much attack and you need to get somebody in close to tie him down for a second and then cripple him then and, yeah. well, sure and and your your movement allowed him to not be able to break away and then Adam's characters, his phoenixes can swoop in if they want, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. Yeah. What do you do when you have a team team dials? You have a team dial that can do everything I've mentioned. Depending on which face appears in that dial, you could be a hypersonic character. Oh, okay. Then his his weakness then as a hypersonic character is that he's got a, you know, hindering will probably be in the way. No, no, they ignore hindering. Don't worry about that. Okay, well, maybe elevated. A, a hypersonic character can't always run up walls. No, they can't, they're a team base. They can run up walls if they want. Okay, well, what about water? No, don't worry about the water because also they can fly because they're starfire. Well, okay, uh, if I attack them now, no, I've just become Robin now. <laughs> and now I can, like, hide in and hint. Like, they have all of the abilities. Mm. They have all the abilities. So you have two team dials going up against each other. How are you strategizing the weaknesses and the strengths? 
that at any time they can be all things to all people, depending on the turn of the dial. Yeah. Um, it, so it almost comes back. It, it almost feels like the old, the old Galactus or the old Spectre, the guys who just ignored every power. Yeah, they did. Uh, and and had these devastating powers, and they just became rolling matches. And that's mm-hmm. my concern with the team dials. Like as you say, the the team dial versus team dial scenario, it feels like it's just going to be a rolling contest. And yeah, as yeah. much as like obviously that's integral to hero clicks, it's no fun when the rolling becomes the whole game. Like unless you're in the yeah, the only time that's okay is if you're at, like your last action. Sure, you know not, but you don't want to be no. From the, the only time to the it's end. okay to have a rolling match is if there's lots of prop control, right, Adam? Uh, why don't you just stop talking, <laughs> man? I played a Mystic team today, and I had like six prop controls. It was fantastic. That was so painful, and as I would rather not. Let me just say, the that. ancient one in a multiplayer game is unbelievable because on every point of his turn, without line of fire, he makes you reroll a turn. I, roll, 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 roll. And I think I underestimated. Yeah, you made you caused some anger, but I helped Tom. He totally did. of the six or of the six or seven critical misses that I rolled, you you were you enabled me to reroll like four or five. The best part was the last one. Thanks to the ancient one. The best part was at the end. You were like not. This time, Tom. Because <laughs> no, he kept healing his freaking Venom. Like, the whole game was like, Venom's sick. And he keeps healing it with Dagger. I'm like, this is not from the comic at all. Absolutely. He plays this great thematically accurate um, uh, Maximum Carnage team. And then the rest of the game is just like him, Dagger petting Venom, <laughs> soothing his wounds and stuff. Uh, in, in the comic, I don't recall the entire team being taken out except Venom and Car- or Dagger. So at That's that true. point, though. Uh, in all fact, Adam is Dang- in the corner d- attacking my whole team. Is like, help me, please. And Tom's like, hold on a minute. One more support role. Because you get British, right? Apparently. Yes. <laughs> What happens? It's so crazy. When you play clicks, that happens. So let's just let it just be said that Tom is not a fan of prop control. No, and no. I generally agree with that. I'm not either. No. I think I roll really poorly. I don't and mind so in short... when people make me re-roll poorly. I yeah. just can't stand. I don't it. mind in limited doses. When you have like six or five or six on but one on team, thematic, but a lot of theme teams they do have a bunch. Right? Yes, yeah. but at least with the at least with theme teams, at least then it's gone. There's a detriment. Like yeah. there is. A I cost. have to put a, a token on my guy. But, but you I know have what? to be able to see the ability to do that is can be very very crucial yes but when you have six or five natural probs that's hurtful but that's not that's not all that that's... great of an occurrence and to be fair we never saw so much theme or any kind of probability control before thematic play you know before theme yeah. teams it was like I'm playing Jinx okay she's my prop controller or I'm playing you always I think had Terrific had prop too yeah if you pushed them you get, you get like one or two but now it's like anyone at any time can be this yeah. yes but again they run out and then Scarlet, regular, Scarlet Witch is everywhere regular prop never runs out which is why I mean when you have a lot of it that's why it feels much but, more by and large though you're, you, you tend to be paying the points for those people uh, and and that is obviously their role, and it's very important that everything be set up in such a way that your one prog controller can see everything they need to. So I think it's more of a detriment uh, that it's limited to one character, and that what that one character can see, mm-hmm. and that that character can yeah. only do it once per turn, than it is that you have to be tokening your characters to use it for theme prog purposes. Because so many of the games, especially at low point levels, you're playing three or four hundred points. Yeah. It can really come down to one role, and if you've built a team that is essentially designed to get the one role simply by positioning everybody else to be able to theme prop it if they need to, uh, just happen a lot. Which happens a oh, lot, yeah. and then uh, you know you burn through all your theme props, and you get that one role that's so important. And then I, you know, I don't want to be defeatist about it, but it, oftentimes that is the deciding factor. Um, and, I, and even natural prob, the fact that you can do it on both your own turn and your opponent's turn, seems like it's too much to me. It's just. 
uh, I enjoy the random element that the, that the dice provides, mm -hmm. and I don't find that prog control quite achieves what I think it, it's supposed to, which is slightly tipping the balance one way or the other. Because it just gets too, it's too easy to stack, and then suddenly it's significantly. Uh, Do you think it'd be interesting? Like today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it'd be interesting if they ever had something where, if you have a theme team, you could choose, like one, like you'd have a certain amount of. You could either use prob once or have an outwit once or perplex. Yeah, once. As, as, as you were talking, I'm just yeah, saying that I'm like yeah. that would be cool to choose like a gift, you know? To, like, yeah, pick, that would be a, cool. Pick a boom. Like this, you basically have like you'd <laughs> yeah. have instead of having two probs, you have two of. Any of the following, or yeah. because outwit is so powerful, maybe you just the one outwit or two props or two perplexes. Maybe, yeah, or... but like just that option that, and you still have to take a token for using it. Mm -hmm. So it's not absolutely free, but again, it's. it's... But think of the complexity that adds to. Oh, right? it's extremely problematic complex. enough as it is with prop because prop itself isn't an action, and so for them to say, look, this is never an action, but when you use it for prop prop uh, theme play, you just are given a token. Now, with everything else, things like uh, Perplex and Outwit already are free actions. Yeah. You know? So it's it's more difficult. Like, well, wait a minute. When I give them a free action, like I think it would bring up a whole kettle of worms. Maybe it would. But I like the idea. Because I, 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 usually we think of those three things are as the, like, the top support powers. Mm -hmm. Right? Perplex, Outwit, yeah. and Prob. Those are the Trinity. So it would be yeah. interesting if that Trinity was a, a benefit from you doing a theme team. It would change so much. Because a lot of teams, like, they don't have an Outwit. But you really want to use this theme that team. That is kind of cool. Eh? Imagine putting enough guys together. You get enough banners in a room. You're like, we gotta have it away here. You know, yeah. like, well, and that kind of plays to like the idea of using them as a team. Yeah, it's not just the prob. It's it, maybe it's a one of them smarter and yeah, able to. Yeah, because with X Men, you would think that because who's who's their outwitter? It's Xavier. Yeah. Other than that, or Beast, Beast, maybe Beast. But, but realistically, mean, it should be Cyclops. But it'd be great to have the X Men yeah. Gold have access to an outlet. It depends yeah. how you depends how you define it. Where I suppose. Yeah, but I mean, Cyclops is a, a, a tactician. He only ever gets leadership. He never gets perplex. Why not? He's he's he he leads the team. He is this strategist. Same thing for um, a Captain America, though he usually gets a wit sometimes. Yeah, it'll be. I think like, it'll be interesting. In all they get is leadership. This is what you being a leader. Although is. leadership is is no I'm not stopping. No, there's nothing wrong with leadership these days. But I mean, there's a difference between being a leader, and being a strategist, yeah. and that's what Cap and Scott Summers are. And there's no real reflection of that in leadership. It's interesting. What you're describing also is 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 in general terms the idea that at the moment you say you get this number of theme props. So you, let's let's say we're measuring them with tokens. You're given two tokens. And you may redeem one to use a theme prop. What you're talking about is replacing that with an idea whereupon you redeem one token to get a boon of some sort. Yeah. And the more and the more you think about it, the more you can expand on it. Like I would love it, love it if you could say redeem a uh, a token to automatically break away with a character. Oh my goodness! Like that would oh be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> if it just and that to me does feel like. Uh, maybe acting as a team, you know, you give this person a token so they're distracting so and so, so that Cap can break away and get a charge in. That's really crucial. And that you he can even limit it, like as long as they're within six squares of that character or whatever. Yeah, yeah they can do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that much more complicated than what we already have. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. I will say this: playing figures in Amazing Spider-Man, it is noticeable how met, like th what the differences between sets in the past that have had a mixture of special powers and characters that are straight up from the pack, mm -hmm. and a set where everybody has extra text. Yeah. It is very noticeable. Keeping track of things, it's much harder than it used to. Much be. Much harder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's we happening. We also just came off playing a series of. 
big games. That's true. Uh, with multiplayer, yeah. All, the, all multiplayer games with so many figures on the board. So. Oh, is it 500, 800, and 1,000 we played? Yeah, all four-way teams. So that takes your, takes its toll. How'd you feel how Roderick Kingsley played? Do you think he was uh, worth the points? I never really got to use him that well. I, I think, think he, he, he was alive your whole he game. He was alive, but not necessarily game. doing a lot. Um, I, I enjoyed playing as Hobgoblin. I thought he was a good I think once he took one... I think he was dead really quick once he did... Like, he was in that top, and I never really experienced the middle. Hmm. So that mastermind is nice. It is, but again, no one ever really attacked him, so it wasn't like it was really helping. But it's it just that's why they didn't attack him. He's invulnerable and he has mastermind. Yes, it definitely helped. Yeah, it kind of feels like a waste. It's like I might as well just attack his fodder. His fodder doesn't have eighteen defense, so I'll attack them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. which is great. That's what he I'm wants. Do- and if I'm dealing three damage, maybe he'll just take it because he's invulnerable anyway. <laughs> um, he I never s- does. I do. I do love the Mysterios. They're a lot of fun. They're, they're oh. odd to use because. Really, like if you're using three of the uh, the regular set one, you only have one outwit between. But you the really three. have to have your opponent come to you because they're six movement. And oh yeah, they get stuck on like corners. They and get stuck on things. Stairs and and I, I I like the gravity field one, even though he's ridiculously overpriced. I don't think he's flips. ridiculously overpriced. I think he gives you some good stuff. Yeah, he could. Both the th- both the times you've used him against me, you've dodged most of the attacks, and that double perplex is quite handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be because. You know, you now have a harder time uh, attacking me on your turn, and this turn, my whole team's going to dump on you. I, he was Adam was doing it to my Dracula a lot. I'm going to make Dracula's attack. Never hit him though. Because, uh, you hit a lot. You, of you hit me a lot, a lot but I just kept sorry. healing. That was the problem. So much yeah, so much and the problems. Yeah, the problems are problems. So talking about, <laughs> so we've talked about team dial basic ideas of what we think could be better or worse about them. Yeah, I think this is kind of dumping on team dial a little too much. I mean, it, you know, maybe. it's okay to experiment. Yeah, I mean, we've only seen one. Yeah, so and I, guess, I think that's yeah, part of it. Is part of it's that we've seen one. And we don't really know what's going to happen with others, and maybe they're like this is only one attempt at them trying it, right? Yeah. Like other team dials could still operate a little bit differently. Yeah, they'll be the same. They're the same, the but powers slightly will be different. different. But I mean, the mechanic is fairly well established. We know yeah, what the rules are. I know. And it's at least familiar enough that I understand. I don't play split merge. I think there's enough text on that anyway. So I mean, I'm not really going to touch I'm this. I'm just more disappointed that I'm not going to be able to get them all in one pack. That just. I don't ever want to pick up a Super Booster. Like, I would have picked up a Super Booster on its own if there's going to be a full set in there. I really do feel that because would be worth then, $30. Because then, even if I got yeah. one I already had, I could trade that to someone more easily. Um, when you when you open your Super Booster and you pull out your, your, your um, team dial, it's going to have these switch clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the actual dials for the character proper, yes. are they included in the box yes, too? They are. So yeah. they're they're plugged into the team base, yeah. and you get yes. these three little rattling, rattling dials kind of in the bottom. Yeah, you somewhere. get three yeah. landmen. That's interesting. Yeah. I do like the switch clicks mechanic. I think it's neat. I, there are a lot of yeah. examples of kind of when I've liked a dial. I'm oh, yeah. sorry, a sculpt, and I wish I could use that in other dials. Yeah, I do find though it will open things up for a little more confusion because if you can move them to a bunch of different dials, I don't know how they, they're probably going to limit it. But um, yeah. I've, all of a sudden, my favorite Spider-Man sculpt can be played on a lot of different dials. Every time I come to the table and my opponent sees Spider-Man, they're going to be like, oh, which one is that? Because right now, it's like Gravity Feed version or regular set version, and sometimes you have three with the same sculpt. Do you think, they're just, gonna start, you think they're just going to start making all clicks switch clicks? I don't think they will, but I think that it does open the door for more figures to start looking the same. Yeah, and I think that would be a really... First of all, I think it would be a bad business move, but an interesting decision if they just said that you know, from now on all the pieces are going to have removable sculpts. So if we happen to make versions of these figures in, in, in the future, you can switch out their sculpts. I think it would be like terrible Rano, for like, business. Like Rano? But, but it would just be really confusing. Yeah, Rano. Yeah. Um, but it would be really, really confusing, I feel. Because yeah. that's the reason, to me, uh, as I understand it, the, the source of the, the modder's rule. Don't bring things to the table that have been modded so your opponent can't tell yeah. what they really are because yeah. it's going to throw off their game. They're not going to really understand which one is which. 
Um, so if, if everyone can look like every version of that character, mm-hmm. if all my abominations are one type of abomination in terms of sculpt, uh, how many different dials does that sculpt represent now? Yeah. Do you think they're trying too much innovation at, at the same time? That's a huge topic right now. I know that's a huge one, and I'm not going to um, really get into that now, but like they're trying a lot of different things in fast succession. I, I don't... Like improve movement, vehicles, now team dials, switch clicks. This is all happening in a very short time period. Do you think they should be kind of slowing it down I do think that the game needs a little bit of time to breathe I do I and mm-hmm. I, and, mm-hmm. and then next year if they introduce another one do do one mechanic they yeah. used to kind of have like one mechanic a year every yeah. two years or like you know and it felt more like a slow rollout well, like my, even with the special powers like it took till now till we actually had to set one everyone had a special power my main yeah. concern is the quality of the mechanics that's my concern how is the wording on the powers? Yeah. Did they really think vehicles through? I don't think they did. Things like that. Yeah. I think that also, to a certain extent, in, in terms of the question of are they bringing things out too quickly, I would answer yes, not so much because I feel like they're, they're, it's just too much too fast to keep track of, although it is a lot, but more that they don't tend to be revisiting existing mechanics much when they have a, a yes. new mechanic coming out. So that, as opposed to it really feeling like new mechanics, it just feels like that sets gimmick. Mm. A great yeah. example of this for me is one of my favorite new mechanics of last year, uh, which was Tiny. Uh, I think love Tiny, love I love Tiny Size, but we haven't seen it since. And it's not that I necessarily think we would have, but it wouldn't surprise me that much if we would have seen an example or two in sets if they weren't already introducing vehicles or introducing switch clicks or team dials or what have you. Although to be yeah. fair with Tiny, who have they got left? The Atom and then like one or two other people? Yeah, like... there's not a lot of people that would really deserve it anyway. It's a great mechanic because it's just one extra little thing. Ways. They could find I'm sure even though I can't think of one of them. Maybe they could shrink the people that Tiny? That could be... Uh, maybe uh, what kind of, do you know how many characters that, that use a shrink ray? Rama know they can't be used. Well, I mean, we have pin particles I guess the Micronauts. Bug was a member of the Micronauts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, but they don't go around shrinking people. But I mean, they're they're candidates to have tiny. Yeah. Um, or do, and they can introduce special objects can that Jirella might have it? drop you down. Jirella's from a microscopic. Yes, you're right. Well, I was just thinking about all the different ways they used to get Hulk down there. Like Hulk went to the, <laughs> <laughs> as they say. Um, no, but uh, but Hulk would go and visit Jirella's world at least three or four times that I can think of. So when um, he's adjacent to her, he can be tiny. Maybe, or yeah. by the same token. You know, you give. I wouldn't be the least bit uh, um, surprised. I would I, rather. I would accept it if you gave a mystical character or somebody like Doctor Strange an ability to change somebody's size. Because uh, I can totally see it being a thing. That, that sure, I think yeah. One of the yeah. examples I think is is even that. And another example they used like some lab equipment. In... Oh, Mister Fantastic shrinks everybody. They can totally yeah, do that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So um, they, they and that's what Psy- I mean. Psycho Man. Yeah. yeah. It's not just a matter of coming up then with characters that shrink. It's you can find other ways of using the mechanic and keeping it alive, and I just don't think that there's a lot of incentive to do that when you're focusing on this other mechanic. So there's a rather than being creative with a mechanic you already have, remember web special tokens, love those things. Um, rather than being, you yeah, might be the only. It one. seems like they would much rather give everybody, uh, every all the Batman characters, improved movement for everything, just leaping around the board. Yeah. Making making people pull their hair out on the ice. Realms going. Can he use improved movement over water or not? Because there's no blue square on his card. But I think water is hindering for for movement. For movement purposes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't think he should be bat, bat grappling across water. Like I know, guys. Batskis. You know what? Speaking of improved movement, because it's our love the thing I love to hate on. Um, look at the, all the DC characters who have this power, the ability mm-hmm. to ignore characters. I can think of one or two Marvel characters that so far can use ignore characters. Cloak. 
uh, Cloak and Spider-Man from Gravity Feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, all the other characters in Amazing Spider-Man that, that you would swear that would have this power since Batman haven't had it. But now that Teen Titans are coming out, and I think like three or four of them can ignore characters. Well, speaking of, let's talk about some of the dials. Interesting. Well, let's go into dials, I guess. Speaking uh, of segways. So, yeah. So Robin's first up. He's the common in the set. Another three damage on a cheap character. Yeah. Now, I do like that they're kind of playing around with the way the dials are starting. Like, look. Yeah. If I take Robin off of the team base, once the team base has taken enough damage, he comes out weaker. That's cute. But I think it leaves more things to open for error because now there are more colors on the dial. And it's already hard to see the difference between a yellow line and an orange line. Oh, at, yeah. least yeah. Just, at least the three damage isn't stacked on his outwit, though. You know, I, I like three damage yeah. when, it's not, when it's not penetrating, when it's not stacked with some ability to bypass reducers. Yeah, I like that he starts with the leadership and not the outwit because it does make him a little less broken and he doesn't have indomitable but it kind of makes me wonder like why would I ever use, want to use this Robin because God knows there's been enough other Robins that because this one better. you can pull off of his base yeah. stick back like Clickscast was talking about I wonder how how the plastic the, the, the prongs in mm-hmm. the switch clicks how resilient they will be over time yeah. like how many times can I switch the clicks before it starts mm-hmm. breaking down or snapping things already snap enough as it is you get broken figures in a pack. Remember the old flight stands? Those are breaking all the time, little pegs. So I wonder if this is going to be an issue, too. But with this Robin, I mean, I think this, he's, this I is the only guy you can put in the team. So, so he, he ignores hindering terrain and characters. I think he's well designed. I think not elevated, which is interesting because elevated is one of the few things I don't have a huge problem with them on the on the Batman family because he's grappling because they all have grapples. I know, yeah. so I have less problem with that than hindering terrain and especially yeah, they characters. don't leap over trees. No, no, but they, but they will grapple up. But buildings, they grapple so, stuff. Yeah, when, so it's an odd. When Clayface decision. is grabbing them, they don't ignore him. They mm-hmm. they fight him off. But I know, whatever. I'm just so I'm just I an know. angry fanboy. I'm just oh, I'm raged. Who cares? Yeah. Next one. Uh, you don't want to talk. Now, Kid Flash. He's ninety points. I'm surprised. Of all the characters that improve movement, not Flash. What the hell? Yeah, they should be Robin. able to run over water. Robin can he, ignore he ter- terrain and characters. Let's, let's but be a, Kid let's, Flash can. Let's be fair. Kid Flash was not trained by Bruce Wayne. Oh, sure. uh, yeah. his I'm sorry. Bruce he's, Wayne did not put him in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> he has super speed. That's enough. He's not a bad ally or a bad ally. He might uh, be a bad. I ally. know that's why he didn't get any of the good stuff. But I think he's a great figure, though. He's a good figure, a good but figure. again, not, like again, another hypersonic character who does enough three damage. Which yeah, I he does. Look at that perplex. On the, on, yes, but it has to and be what perplex. And what are you going to use that for? You have to use on your, damage. On, yeah, when you're resting, it's on your defense, and when you're attacking, it's on your damage, unless you need to hit someone with a high defense that's going on your yeah. attack. It's it's the way that we use perplex. It's, let's yeah, variety, we, you know. I, I guess that's the difference, because if, if you're over 100 points in your, in your primarily hypersonic character, for the most part, you get at least a base 3 damage. The, the mini, except for maybe Quicksilver, because he gets it on the second click. Uh, but then if you're below 100, then you usually have two... Maybe for Blacks, but you don't have a natural three. To yeah, start. I think for 90 points, it's great. That He's still he a good character. Fast. Again, yeah. I, I'm really bothered with the fact that he doesn't improve movement. Because if anyone deserves it, it's a guy who can vibrate through things. It's a guy with the name Kid in his name? Yeah. And he doesn't have the kid, <laughs> t- he doesn't have the kid keyword. No, I think they're getting rid of the kid. Or even Teen. They are. Both Teen and Phased Kid have been faded out for a while. Like Mutant. Yeah. yeah, just don't need it. I guess. Yeah, and, and then his like what? Oh, at the end fast. is awesome with the yeah, zip zopping around. He can phase teleport when he does after actions resolved. He may. Why, why does he have all make the an attack as a free action that causes not? What back. is perplexing about him? Nothing. Oh, okay, great. Why does he give action tokens when he hits? I mean, it because he's faster it, than fast. Because he's a ram. Yeah, what's the justification there? Why the guy can't just you know come back and hit him again? It's a good. It's a good question. I'm gonna look at this character. The sculpt is see. very interesting, though. It's nice to see the blurring coming off of him. Love the sculpt. Yeah, it's really nice. He looks great. And honestly, uh, I'm a bit of a sucker for um, 
hypersonic characters that are low damage that aren't broken figures because you know you play a hypersonic character with like five damage and everybody accuses you of playing cheese and they're right you are um, but, <laughs> that's a good point that's yeah. great but when you're freshly candid but when you're playing a hypersonic character that does two damage and actually is a viable sort of support uh, killer and stuff I know, that's I love that as a, as a strategy I love those types of figures so I'll be a bit of a sucker for this guy. He's cool. What do we want to see? What 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 it was representing? That, that was Un- a special power. Unorthodox tactic. That is incredibly vague. Big. Yes, that's yeah. his. That's his. Uh, that's his perplex. Everybody yeah. has unorthodox. They're they're yeah. wearing spandex and running around with special powers. They're all unorthodox. It's true. It is a wonderful sculpt, though. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad. I, I just I kind of like that old school Kid Flash costume. It's kind of weird and. Silly it looks. I still like it. Yeah, uh, Tom, I didn't realize uh, yeah, before the podcast started, do you, uh, are you going to buy the set? Or you were saying how... This is <laughs> yes. Like... Yeah, this is a... Yeah, I'm not. Uh, okay. Well, for what it's worth, honestly, I don't suspect that it would have been possible. Even had they put together like a committee to, that looked over <laughs> everything that I ever did, like looked at all of my buying patterns and said, okay, guys, we have a hard time... Tar- your cookies. Yeah, get just every yeah invaded my computer and looked at everything that I'd ever been interested in in my whole life and said, okay, we have a, an important mission. We need to create a set that Tom will not be interested in. And after many man hours of grueling work, they're like, Teen Titans, this is it. Uh, and they and that, that's true. I, I can't. Th- I've been trying to think of a set that I would be less interested in buying than Teen Titans. And but in the other spectrum, with Hello Kitty, they got your number right there. Just day right, one. Yeah. No, I, all your money on the counter. I, I fainted at work, and they were like, <laughs> well, "What happened to him?" It's like, oh, he must have just realized there's Hello Kitty clicks. They that's, wanted to check your pulse or your yeah. heart, like maybe give you like uh, compressions. And <laughs> oh, they pulled yeah. your shirt, and underneath was the undershirt with Hello Kitty on it. And they're yeah. like, "Oh my." <laughs> It was actually a children's shirt. <laughs> a little girl's shirt stretched tautly over his frame to the busting seams. Oh man! Five dollars at Casey Tenney. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Laughing. I'm not. I'm not interested in Teen Titans, but I don't. I don't want to be too negative on the set in general. And, which is funny because we started talking about Team Dials, and I'm not really a big fan of Team Dials, and I'm not going to buy the set. So it probably sounds like I'm just dumping on it for the sake of dumping on it. I'm, I, if they're good characters, then great. And and I and I at no point. And I think they speak for all of us to a certain extent. If you're interested in this stuff, then great. Uh, it's uh, the great thing about Hero Clicks is that it, it has something for for everybody, or at least it tries to. And the more they bring a diverse product line, mm. there's going to be someone out there who's pumped for it. And yeah. I hope that they are. And I and I wish them the best. I yeah. wish I was more pumped. I think part of it is the team dial has dampened my. Don't buy like, anything. Don't buy any, Adam. Well, I'm buying Leon Seawar, okay. so that's what I'm getting. Uh, so I'm not going to be getting into these tune bells, so, uh, which is again one of the reasons why I was more excited. I, mean, I, I just didn't want I you to, to feel like you're like you should or you get pressured. Like no, no, I liked I, I like the the new Teen Titans from the comics. Like I like this iteration, so That's, I like okay, that yeah. they're trying to make this version of the team that I can play together. Like I remember playing the Teen Titans that we got. In Crisis. Oh, Crisis. Remember those? Oh, I, yeah, I remember you all playing the ones. Oh, yeah. I love playing those guys. I do remember together, that because yeah. I was like the original Titans before they were the new Teen Titans. So I liked that they were doing that. Uh, but then having the teen dolls be the part of the place where I have to get some of those characters has d- diminished some of that interest because I'm not going to have them all and I'm not going to be able to just play with them all and have a good time. Right. I like that we have a new Wally. I love Wally West. Um, I'm not a. I, we have a new Dick Grayson Robin, which I like and I enjoy. So that part's exciting. But again, on the whole, I, I'd love to see what other characters, if they do a lot more Young Justice stuff. I'm a little bit more interested. Well, you finally got your arrowette that you always wanted. Now, you, yes. I, when we were talking, you were like, what the hell is an arrowette? 
And you're like, what is this made up thing? It's and I'm like, no, it's this... a tiny arrow. Yeah. It's an arrow axe. I know. Yeah. This character has it's a when long. You spin around. With an <laughs> this character actually has a long history in DC. There's a, I guess, a, either a long gold... and fascinating history, or just a long history. <laughs> it's a gold... Well, not even that long, really. But it was a gold or silver age <laughs> so character. History. And then Peter David wrote um, basically this: the daughter of a, I think, I guess it must have been silver age character who was an Olympic athlete who was training to become a superhero. Oh gosh, I just woke up. <laughs> Did you see that? I went wow. to bed and woke up. You big jerk! Said, it's not a good, interesting history. Anyways, Arrowhead <laughs> was an interesting character on Peter David's version of Young Justice. Because if you ever read Young Justice, it's actually a pretty good read by Peter David. You like Peter David? I do love Peter David. Who doesn't yeah. like Peter David? Nobody. That's who. Everyone loves him. Reasonable Everyone question. loves him. Yeah. Especially, I hope he gets better because he had that unfortunate yeah, stroke. Yeah, that's right. And he is apparently getting better, thankfully. And it's good. Apparently, if you buy certain of his books, they goes towards helping with his health care, etc. Does make you want to buy his books now? Although, eh, never mind. I, I, I know he's he's a great writer, but he, mm-hmm. he did a good job with the Arrowhead character. Now, the dial. You had some problems, Nate, with. Oh, I just don't understand. Like, okay, like you have all these abilities and these options, to, like fascinating powers and intricate combinations of powers and abilities. And they go, look, we want to give her a piercing shot. We're going to call it piercing shot. So we want to have her shoot somebody and then pierces their armor. And now they're like, I'm injured because you used my piercing shot. Instead of going, look, we have a power called penetrating blast. We have a power that does this. We'll just give it to her. They say, let's make something up. Like, just make something up. True. She can outwit the guy. And then, as long as, but she can only shoot that guy that she outwits. She can all, and, and she can also outwit the guy, not attack him, and have Magog run up and slam him in the face. Yeah, because she pierced his, she pierced him somehow. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm resting this turn. I'm, I'm, I'm clearing. I'm not even doing anything. But I'm still using this outwit to counter your impervious on Hulk because yes. I pierced you. No, I didn't. I actually didn't shoot any arrows. No. It's just, it's just why bother? It is very annoying. Uh, yeah. Why call? Yeah, the name is almost the biggest problem. Uh, although another problem is that uh, even though I don't know anything about the character, it doesn't seem from what at least you've said that there's any particular reason why she should be outwitting anything specific. No, no. I see. I don't think she's that good an archer. She was good. She was part of Young Justice. She was fine, but she's not Green Arrow. She's not even Arsenal or Speedy. So I think giving her sharpshooter and this piercing shot. And then all that, like, you have the, the first two clicks of having that power, and then you're also throwing on range Three combat clicks. expert. I know, but then you're also throwing oh. range combat expert as well. And then have the willpower in the middle. Yeah, you're right. She can out your impervious and then blast you for four in, in stealth. And then do it again next turn because she's willpower. Yeah. That is quite a hefty little... And two targets she, if she, she wants. She's a well-built 68 points. It's just... I don't think she... The character is not worthy of that. I wish they great, changed piercing if, shot to penetrating shot. Just to drive home how ridiculous it is they didn't give her penetrating yeah. blast. Like, because no. if she had penetrating blast, they could, you could just base her, yeah. and she's done. Her threat think, is gone. I now her threat is stay, it remains. I mean, you guys don't really know the character, but for me, it just she doesn't feel accurate to the character. She's uh, too good okay. for who she is. Yeah. She's, she's basically like Kate Bishop. She's actually, she is Kate oh, Bishop. Oh, Kate Bishop's awesome. I know, but Kate Bishop is basically an Olympic athlete, more or less, that they've kind of shown that. Kate should have penetrating blast. Yes. But, or I mean, piercing shot, she, right? Yes. Piercing shot. She but, should be outwitting someone for doing nothing. But Kate, Kate <laughs> is basically an Olympic athlete who has a bow and arrow, who's really trained, and can fight crime. That is exactly I, the same thing. I guess this really speaks to what... So why is she this good? What, what um, Tom and I were talking about before the podcast, where... There's just such a plethora of powers that counter or outright ignore damage reducers. Yeah. And damage reducers have a high cost. That's why a character with invulnerability costs more than a character without it. And then they throw this power in and they go, look, and rather than giving her the penetrating blast, we're going to give her something much better than that. That yeah. will completely get rid of your damage reducers. 
for your whole team. Yeah. Why do you have to go that far? I don't. I don't understand the balance. It's a balancing issue to me. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to. Next up is uh, number twelve in the set, Red Star. I'm sure you didn't know this character. Looks either. like a communist. He, love him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't really. I don't know a lot about the character. I don't, so I don't love him. I don't know. He's about. kind of a. I believe a '90s era uh, red well, uh, makes character. Sense if he's got the the communist colors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know that much about him. He's got an okay dial, but he's attack value is not the greatest for 120 points. I think he's excellent. He hits you hard though. I yeah. mentioned in the thread already. Um, hypersonic, super strength, and, and energy shield sure. all work together. 120 points. Mm. He has hypersonic, yeah. super strength, and a base damage higher than two. Yeah. Spider Man, who's 124 points. Doesn't have those things. No, he doesn't have invulnerability. He doesn't fly. Doesn't have invulnerability. Doesn't fly. Doesn't have the invulnerability. Doesn't have a base damage of higher. This one starts with ESD and toughness, so he's not. You would put. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, toughness. Um, Would you put him off the extreme circumstances? Yeah, because it'd be nice to give him that that beefy charge exploit weakness invulnerability. That's not a bad. But then his attack goes down to nine. I'm just uh, throwing a little gasoline on the fire. The people who complain about Spider Man might be good. Okay, that's always good. Uh, Then we got Lil Lobo was number seventeen. So Lil Lobo, love him. He's great. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that he's invulnerable at the end. Uh, the whole heal every turn and indomitable. Uh, like it's it's great, and the, he is harder to take out towards the end of his dial than early on. So as opposed to just whittling him down, uh, you, you he gets the, tougher. He does get tougher, even if his numbers are going down. Then the the because everybody who heals once per turn, the whole idea is you just dogpile him. Um, yeah, and he's like your dog probably fine. I'll get better. Exactly. Yeah. Now here's the question I have for you, Tom. Click number four. Uh-huh. Are you going to heal him? Yep. Yeah, you play on out of the building to toughness. You get the flurry, Why not? You, flurry blades. Though. You, it does have blurry flurry blades. You, you're That's basically uh, you're, the difference between going from vulnerability to toughness. You're also healing one click, so you're going from one extra reduction, and you're getting one extra click. So you're basically ahead in the game. Yeah, or you're not ahead. You're equal in the game. Plus, and, you're getting you're going from yeah. a nine attack to a ten. Now you're getting blades, and now you're. But, also but do you see how it's interesting? Stuff. Like how it's yeah. a little counterintuitive. Like you're healing out of your better damage reducers into worse ones, yeah. but you are getting more life. So it, it mathematically well, it works out. As we've said, damage reducers unless, aren't worth anything anymore. Unless you're talking exactly. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Unless you're talking about things that have penetrating abilities. I'd rather now, have one extra click. Yeah, yeah you yeah, definitely want absolutely. the healing, right? So basically, you you pretty much will always want to heal at that point. He's a very good at 102 points. The only and time it happened to hit you in a vulnerability, you're like, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was going to say the only time that you wouldn't want to heal is if you knew you were only going up against people that could only deal two damage. Even in that situation. Okay. But he'll knock you back into it. Yeah, he'll yeah, knock you right back, back into it. So. And then you just heal up again. Like, you just, you want to keep doing it. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's frustrating, but good. You know, and he can be, on the one, he can be one shot, but again, he's 102 points. It takes a lot to one shot him. You have to hit him pretty hard. And he's um, all damage reducers. You have to outwit his damage reducer and give him six in order yeah. to kill him. So that that's tough. And yeah. he's, he's the indomitable. Like he just keeps moving, keeps actioning. And once you hurt him, you have to hurt him hard, or otherwise he's he's just going to keep healing. Well, you keep away from him. You can only keep, heal when he's adjacent to the yeah, character. Yeah, so you got to keep so you away. shoot him with psychic blast, yeah. or you use whatever error what's ability is to turn off everybody's no. powers but, without shooting, but, yeah. and then you take him out. With everyone's range these days being so short, though. If you only have like a five range, he's gonna base you, and then the next turn he can now attack you and also. Well, okay, uh, you run shot in with three psychic blast damage. Yeah, you hit him. Goes one, two, three. Over to click uh, four. Yeah, I base um, you now. Yeah, yeah what, what but you don't do only now? get the healing next turn on your next turn. I have another turn to blast you. Again. Yes, but you don't have the benefit of having the psychic, the psychic blast anymore. Not on that character. Things have changed. I have, like, I have a team of like five guys with psychic blast nowadays. Other things are happening. <laughs> things Just have changed saying. a lot in this game as well. Remember when, when that Wolverine first came out that healed every turn? Uh-huh. Uh, that was only six clicks long. And we were saying, well, how are we paying 100 and 
five points for six clicks. Now, 105 points is is hefty for six clicks, and yet we accept it. Well, and so, there's so many characters that are six clicks for that many points. Exactly. And, average now. and so, in a way, it isn't quite as much of a sort of, yeah, you can heal all the time, but your dial's so short, so it pisses me off as it did with Wolverine. Now he's kind of accepted. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've, been, we've been trained, sadly. I, I'm surprised that Lobo, Lil Lobo and Slobo the Prime only have Young Justice as the keyword. I thought one of them would have had Brute. Or something like that. You like, love Brute. This is the second time you brought up Brute <laughs> missing from a keyword. Let it go. It's not, it, who has ever made a Brute team? I have. More Brutes. Well, the Brute clearly squad. you have. I, I, You're the one guy. Well, I'm just saying that you have these keywords and there are characters that are I'm just saying you them. cannot go to, like, at least other forms they, like, they throw look, some I think stu- Spider-Man should have Spider-Man family because they, he's Spider-Man. They you throw, can't go and say, okay. he should have Brute. What, 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 what can you prove about this guy they that th- makes him a Brute? They throw that some, is, that's, that's what the Hulk family, basically. They throw some Kinda. stupid keywords on characters that we're never going to get, like non-generic ones for that they know they're never going to give us. But we can't have ones that are actual would you rather characters. Have, would you rather have Brute on this guy? Yes. Or give Nimrod, not Nimrod, uh, Nomad, a single keyword to make him better? Obviously, I would always rather one okay. a character So this is not, not the worst something. thing that's ever It's not the worst thing. What should Nomad have? Martial artist? Uh, soldier? I'd give him Soldier. At least soldier. give him Soldier. At, at, least, at the very least, Soldier. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it, though. Yeah, weird decision not to give him anything. Yeah, well, there's a few where they made decisions like that, like Omega Red. Yeah, that was that? very odd. Like he's a soldier, like, he's a super soldier. Pick one, yeah. <laughs> like Molecule Man. But past. I can't. I don't know what I would past, do with Molecule Man. Sure. Maybe yeah, Cosmic. Yeah. Actually, Molecule Man should definitely have Cosmic. Yeah, yeah. that's but maybe it, Monster. Even he's kind of uh, he's not an actual monster though. Who, what was the? Uh, was it Malice? Is that the evil Sue Storm? Yeah, yeah. She yeah. had no none either. Yeah, yeah. She should have Fantastic Four. Weird Fantastic Four team. Yeah, hiding among the Fantastic Four. Yeah, there's nothing that makes her not an FF member. Anyway. Uh, Slobo was the prime. What did you think of the Slobo? Um, I, I don't know. This is like weird to notice things like this, but I guess we all kind of have moments. Uh, improved movement. Yeah. He has leap climb, leap climb, <laughs> stealth, stealth, leap climb, leap climb on his dial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has improved movement, and it gives him ignores characters, That's it. and he can ignore characters across his entire dial anyway, except for two clicks in the middle. Yeah. Why? So they can move yeah, odd decision. Or it they could just decision. not give him the plus sign on there, not pay the extra points for something they don't need, and have him have two clicks where he can't run away. Yep, that is an odd decision. It's weird. Very yeah. odd. That's all he, I gotta say. He's really tidy, though. 65 points, he does the job well. He's not he's, useless. You could outwit the leap climber. You could outwit one. I know, I know. And then he'd still do it. Yeah, like, but it, again, though, you're right. It's, just give him a trait, then, that can't choice. be outwitted yeah. as, as improved movement and leave those blank. Yeah, and he's got so, stealth, so he's less likely to be able to do it anyway. But he does a nice job for what he is. I just think oh, of yeah. like you know, the, of the economy of, of you know the simplicity and efficiency. It's an odd choice in the prime. Again, designers. I don't know why he's the prime. He's a good little support. Again, piece. we always get caught up on the prime. Doesn't prime, mean prime is just a, a character thing. who's really, really, yeah. really good, and you only play one of your force. All right, next up is Changeling, who looks like he's doing a green animal. Oh. <laughs> he Didn't does. Know, did not Have you not noticed this in the sculpt? <laughs> Adam actually has a poster of this in his bedroom, so I was. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, no, if you as look, the expert on doing, a look green at animal. the picture, <laughs> and it looks like it's going to be in front of him. It looks like he's kind of just holding. I don't know. Shazam is still worse. Well, obviously, or Shazam, Shazam is still anything worse. involving a small boy well, <laughs> standing, <laughs> man, standing in front like, of a man, like powering <laughs> up like Colossus. Like obviously, that'll be better. I mean, worse. Um, but this. <laughs> 
Well, how is he doing an animal if there's only two legs on the animal? Clearly, it's attached to him. Yeah, it actually looks more like you know the, the little horse outfits where somebody's in the front and <laughs> in the back. And it's just, it looks like he's supposed to be the back of the tiger, but he lost his costume. It looks like one of the covers of one of those terrible books, the Animorph books. You know what oh yeah, it does look like an Animorph. Well, that ruined it even more for me. Uh, just for the record, I never read one of those. Me either. No one did. You didn't? Or no, you did? I did not. Okay. He's just another Beast Boy, really. I mean, I'll never play him over an Outsider's Beast Boy or any of the other Beast Boys. I'd rather play uh, the Pterodactyl, but the, yep. he, he's alright. I love that dolphin. Yeah, the dolphin, dolphin can do anything. Go on land. <laughs> the T-Rex is incredible. He's not bad, though. Uh, the Super Starfire. Uh, pretty She's good. Beefy. She's very beefy. Why is she indulgable? Because uh, everybody is these days. Because she's allowed to be. She's an alien. <laughs> yeah. She's sure. an alien, yeah. She hits you hard. She's, you know, she's good. Eight range, she targets, which again... You don't see as much of the eight range anymore, so it's kind of a big deal when it happens. She really hits hard, especially in the clicks uh, two and three. She what, has indomitable. Does she I love her shape. No, why is she shape changing all the time? I I don't know what the reason for that was. I'd have to look up. I uh, love invulnerability plus shape change, though. Like it is like impervious plus um, because you still get the double da- double reduction, mm-hmm. except that the shape change even applies against things like penetrating blaster or exploit weakness, etc. I, I, I love it. So like the that. ultimate really is. A scroll who is impervious and shape changes super senses. Yes. Hold on. Her shape change is absolutely beautiful. No, She's no, so no, no, beautiful. no, 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 no. Hold on. No, That's no. not shape changing. That's shape maintaining. <laughs> Are you serious? They've given her multiple clicks because she's too beautiful? Yep. She's not... She's so beautiful, I can't even target you. Okay, really? you know more about the DC Universe than I do. <laughs> I can think of a character in the Marvel Universe who I'd rather give a beautiful power to. Psylocke? Any... Oh, I was going to think of Gambit, but... Um, <laughs> is there anybody in the DC Universe who is more known for being a beauty who should therefore avoid attack because she's so beautiful? Wonder Woman? No one. Really. Well, no, actually, Wonder Woman is made. She was made perfect, wasn't she? She's sculpted from clay. She is perfect. By like a par- on Paradise Island. I no guess she is, is the perfect woman, isn't yes. she? Yes. So yeah, Wonder Woman. I'd rather give that to. Not this. I don't understand. I don't. Under- I don't understand. I don't know. Understand why she gets. It's that. because she's she get- scandalously dressed. I don't know. That's why though. Like they could have called it like. You know, scantily. Yeah, again, this brings it back to side. Maybe they should give Psylocke shape change and just put it crotch shot. Tina. That's what they call it. Tina. <laughs> crotch shot's a good one, too. And oh, they get the same man. thing to Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Gambit. Gambit has a lot hey, of crotch Gambit shots. Gambit has and... a fantastic card in the Overpower game called Charm. And when you play it, it means opposing characters cannot attack Gambit for the remainder of battle. He's so attractive or so charming that you just can't touch him. That has not been represented in clicks yet. I would love them to do that. Yeah. Plus, well, you know, he's a thief. Well, here it is. They're here doing it right She's now. So Starfire. So you can't even target her. Starfire, and then yeah, and then Blackfire. Blackfire Remember once the last again. Time they gave us a Blackfire? Once again, she proves to be so much better than her sister. <laughs> Why is she a sharpshooter? I don't know. She ignores characters because she should be queen. Makes sense. Yep, she yeah, that makes queen. sense. Why not? Why <laughs> she is just a. See, super when you're beast. a queen, you ignore everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then if she targets anyone with the Teen Titans keyword, her attack goes up by plus two. She'd be amazing in sealed. She'd be great against the team. She'd yeah. be great against anybody. Look at that. No, four, sorry, four damage yeah. running shots, single blast. Yeah. No, it's just sharpshooter and amazing that she's actually a prime. Actually, well, I guess. Okay, um, I guess it's not. Roger Kingsley, yeah. hundred fifty points. Yes, no team ability. One yep. target, six range. Yep, can't push him. Yep. She's On less points. On the other hand... It's DC. I, I do understand that Prime's supposed to be super, super good for the points. Fine. Yeah, yeah. But it is kind of Even funny. against Starfire, though, he doesn't even hold his own. Blackfire has always been a, a thorn in anyone's side since Icons. Like you weren't around when everybody. Icons came no. out. No, you missed out on that crazy. beautiful time. Super cheap, four Every damage. Team. 
You can push her four damage again. I know. I, I well, I've I, I've played against that piece. I can't remember who's using it. it Maybe been Mike. Really uh, ugly skills. We're playing a game, and yeah. it was amazing. She's extremely good. There's kind of She's nothing back. nothing wrong with her. I like that. It's interesting. She kind of reminds me of uh, Kingsley in one way, though. Blackfire, because clicks two to four. She no longer has uh, running, running shot. shot. Yeah. She suddenly loses it, but now she's taking away other people's flight and carry abilities. That is her one weakness. If you can click her once, her mobility has been reduced. Yeah. Not that she can't just get up and walk away. Make sure ignore characters. Makes her a good candidate for winning the Indomitable because it kind of puts a Sophie's Choice on. The, yes, it does. The part of your opponent. Then next up is yeah, who uh, did it with that uh, Indomitable? I know who. Arrowette. <laughs> You're really fixated on that. Now you're not indomitable anymore. Uh, it's not, it's uh, not defense power. Next, it wouldn't work. No, is, is it only does it only go off defense, defense powers? powers? Oh, okay. Yes. Now, now we got uh, cyborg. Now, is it cyborg, Raven, and someone else who are the ones who come on the dial? And Wonder Girl, yeah. <laughs> So, Cyborg, I don't this care... This is a disappointing Cyborg. Well, especially because we got such a better one in uh, 52. And we get the alien sisters get in Dom, and the guy who's half-robot doesn't get an ability? That's broken. <laughs> That's it. That goes against... He's not that good. He's Impressive. not... He, there's... He's very supportive. There's a version of I know, but there's the 75. DC 75 is that the one that's really good? No, no, the Justice 52. League, 52. the new 52. Yeah, that one's a great cyborg. That one's great. Ignore stealth, his pulse wave. Yeah, play that this one. one nothing in comparison. One. I wish you could rip that one off. And he's cheaper than this one. He's cheaper than this one too. Yeah, by this like one's three a waste. This one's all good. Uh, next up is Raven. She's Raven. I mean, the best Raven, clearly. Yes, she's really good. She definitely is. She's potential having a huge dial. Yeah, and it's full of mystics. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got. She's kind of like the DC first equivalent of a wild dial to me. Ah, uh, kind of, yeah. Kinda, you know, and she's, she's a, all over the place. She's an interesting. Like, she's a, just a support piece. I mean, th- this is the thing that kind of made me more disappointed too. Is that not only am I not getting all the Teen Titans in that team dial, I'm getting like one I really don't care about, Cyborg, Raven, who I could kind of you know take it or leave it, and then and then Wonder Girl. That that's what's supposed to make me want to buy that Super Ghoster. Like, if you think about it from like a marketing point of view. They're like, if you want to, if you want these, like, this is the only place to get these characters. Those aren't the marquee characters. I'm surprised it's not someone more. Why so is what, that a bad thing? Well, I'm saying from a marketing perspective, okay, uh, from a uh, business uh, perspective, it doesn't make any sense. You're right. Okay. For me, right. yes, because I don't really care about them that much. Precisely. A, a little bit of a Wonder Girl, a little side of one get her, but I mean, but really, like, it's interesting that these are the ones that decided to to make you have to buy. Them. So if they were to really put the screws to you on X Men Blue, yeah, who are the three X Men they should put on that dial? That would just drive you nuts that you couldn't get anywhere else. Cyclops, Wolverine, yeah. and Rogue. Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Those are the like, same three for not me. Not even a question. No, I, I disagree. Well, Cyclops and Wolverine, I feel like we have good versions of. I don't feel like I need... Really? To... You need a Jubilee? Is that going to be No, no, no. One? This is Jim Lee Cyclops. <laughs> okay. That's the thing. <laughs> all right, right, all right. We need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking he's barrel-chested and gigantic. And to answer your question, yes, I would ra- I, I would rather if tomorrow, if, if you said to me, we need a new figure of either Jubilee or Cyclops, I would say make me a Jubilee. And I'll tell you why. Because I feel like I've got two Cyclopses, which I think are great we do. already. We okay. Do. And we do need a Gambit. We totally need we a Gambit. We have a good Gambit. Rogue. Her sculpt sucks, but we have a good Rogue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we need a Gambit. We, we do need a... Like, as funny as it is, we need a Jubilee. We need a Colossus. Oh, do we need a Colossus. I'm excited for an Archangel that's not going to cost $60 on eBay, like the last one from the SR from GSX. True. Oh, It'd be yeah. nice to have an Archangel, and not tiny, hopefully, this time. Yeah. yeah. 
so we're, I guess I guess you guys don't really need to talk about Raven. She's good. She's. I mean, she's got some crazy powers. The things yeah. she can pull off, but it's all about that role. Once you knock her into her third click, what is she going to turn into? Yeah. And if she can get to the second, the second, I think the second part of the dial yeah. is like unbelievably strong. And that's kind of... Uh, Wonder Girl, very strong. A little overpriced compared to what we, other characters we've seen that have been cheaper it's pretty and cr- provide the same kind of stuff. It makes yeah. a lot of sense that she should have seven straight clicks of leadership, right? Oh, it's a it's a trait. I didn't realize it was a trait. But again, it's only if she has one or more action tokens. It's whenever leadership gets given as a trait, I just find it funny because it's as if to say that they're that much better earlier than everybody yeah. who just has. Dick it. Grayson yeah. gets it on one. That's clip. true. Back in the day, in hypertime, this figure would have a solid silver across yeah. the damage. Yeah. So Robin gets one click of, of leadership, but she's always so good. Yeah, she does need to have one action token. Yeah, or at more. Le- at one le- or more, at least one. And it's one of the powers where you can... It's not like one of the ones where you can get it that turn and then do it. Like, she has to start that yeah, turn yeah. that way, so... And then invulnerability and energy shield. That's a brutal combination. Love it. I think she's good, but again, it works counterintuitive to charge flurry and plasticity. All of those powers make you want to be close combat. Energy shield yeah. says no. And sadly... But uh, at least it's not just energy shield. It's also invulnerability. Not bad for... Te- not that bad for, for balance, but... Uh, here we have another character that's super strong that gets super strength in their second click <laughs> after Quake. They just, used to do that all the time back in the day. Just yeah. old, like Ultimate Hulk from the Avengers. It was yeah. that was the only reason he didn't make my top five. We talked about that was was because of the fact that he starts out with the Quake and they get super strong. I hate that. And and since um, mutations and monsters, when they gave um, Gorgon, they gave him the ability to use super strength in tandem with Quake. Yeah. Why can't they just start doing that more often? Yeah. That's true. She should have had the twait, the twait, the trait of um, <laughs> of uh, what are you talking earthquake about? before she should have had the trait of leadership. Yeah. All right. So that's Teen Titans. That was kind of the, the new stuff. Okay. Three unclicks characters you wish were in clicks. We're uh, just do this. Are we actually choosing three? You want to? You want to like go one by one? Let's go one, by, yeah. okay, one, no, let's one go by one. One by one. One by one. All right. So I, uh, it, I was in the interest of brevity and time. In the it's hopes of being able to get this in before uh, before somebody else says it, uh, unclicked figure that absolutely needs to be made is Exodus. Huh. Good one. We, that is a good one. AOA or six one six? Oh, six one six first. Ideally, AOA in my has no personality. Guy. In my world, six one six from Fatal Attractions with the great big weird thing, but like the yellow yeah. spiny thing behind oh, yeah. him. Uh, and when he just first released, he shows up in the X Factor uh, in Fatal Attractions, just flying by, and then he goes and owns X Force. Uh, and I just think he's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I have ideas for how I'd like to, the dial to be, but the, in in general, I just think a, a nice, powerful. Even if they made it one of those dials that isn't exactly designed like any particular representation of the character, but has different bits of the character throughout the dial, because mm. I can see him starting out with like a running shot and maybe a special to give some psychic blast and TK, um, and maybe an energy shield and toughness uh, uh, sort of defense. So he starts out kind of as the heir to Magneto, with him running in and blasting you, throwing things around, being all tough and great, the way he was in Fatal Attractions, then later in the Bloodlines, mm-hmm. and then going into a mid-dial where it's more about sort of steel energy, when he became like the energy vampire period, yeah. and then at the end, just restore him back to kind of the, the more modern view of him, with TK and, and maybe up his damage reduction, just because he's still hard to take it take out, and some mind control as well. 
Uh, that's what I would do with him. Start him out running in, blasting, and owning the battlefield, and then make him kind of a vampire leech in the middle, and then finish off with mind control. And, and oh, would you like to have a multi-start uh, to his die, like a rev kind of veteran version and experience? I can tell. I could see it doing it that it way. Or you know, I'm actually what I'm thinking of is you remember Caliban? Uh, Caliban from GSX was like that. Where, Fantastic figure. Where they yeah. took various phases of his life and made it into one dial. I would do that with Exodus because I figure we're only going to get him once. And you could do really cool things with him. Just sad because he's be a big deal. He used to be, and he still could be a good leader for uh, for obviously acolytes, but even brotherhood type teams, like, especially if he started he's with been a couple on leadership. So yeah, yeah, I think that uh, he's he's a pretty important ex character that I'm really surprised we've never seen. And he's just he's that perfect level of power where he's not such a, a super powerhouse that you I only want to use him as a one-man army, or he's invariably the super tentpole, but he's just on the high side of a team leader, so that if he was cashing in at somewhere around 140 or 150 points, you could still build a, a good team yeah. around him at three or 400, and it would be fun. Hmm. I'd love him. Good choice. Um, I wouldn't mind a, a proper 616 Proteus. So you don't have yeah, him. yeah, that's an excellent mm-hmm. choice. Yeah. I mean, he he'd look like Zax, but so it wouldn't be that different. Looking. No, hey, well, don't shortchange either of them. No, I know they're both if, kind of their own energy being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like we've never had a like we had the Ellie what more from Mutations yeah, and Monsters, doesn't count. but that's a different Proteus altogether. And now we're at a point where we can actually give him powers that could be really proper. That yeah, proper powers because that was the problem with that Proteus. He wasn't quite right. Mm. The, mm-hmm. It was it was a step step in the right direction, but I want a proper. Proteus from like the original Proteus storyline and then Kenny X-Men. That's what I want to see. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I agree. That'd be like, really cool. He could do anything. I mean, he could. He, there's so many different things they could do with him and experimentation and now that they're actually having really interesting super uh, special powers, it could be a f- fantastic thing, but I don't know if we're actually going to ever see it. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him slightly bigger. He should be bigger. Yeah, yeah, he should be. He should uh, be like a yeah. giant. Yeah, um, absolutely. A little well, bit bigger than yeah. Swamp Thing is. Um, yeah. uh, Man Thing, I mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. But would you make him a giant? Like, he's pretty big. Um, I don't like when they make people giants. I know. And he doesn't really act like a giant. He doesn't get, like, he shouldn't have extended reach and stuff. I don't know. He could, he can technically do whatever he wants, so I don't know. Yeah, true. Yeah, you could be, well, you could give him that, right? He doesn't have to be a giant, but you could give him the ability to use giant reach or to use, just have a power that says he he possesses the giant symbol. Giving people the ability to use giant reach but not being, yeah, or later in this dial, maybe he absorbs too much, he gets a little crazier, he gets bigger. Yeah, okay. Hey. I'm going to say Post. Yeah. Okay. I love Post. Real X-centric uh, choices so far. Yeah, well. Yeah. I would love for them to figure out a way to do the sculpt so that his little platelets are kind of raised off of his body. Because they always had these little pieces of armor that are kind of like rotating around him and analyzing yeah. people. X-Men 50 stands out to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As well as oh, the yeah. big fight in, in Avengers right before uh, Onslaught, or during Onslaught actually, where yeah. they fought Post and, and uh, Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a really good character. He's a very 90s character. I just love him. I, I I don't know. I think he looks really cool. He appeared in Cable a little later on, mm-hmm. after Onslaught. Um, I'd just like to see a click of him. He'd be very obscure to most people who haven't read comics in the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Extremely obscure. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not much I can say about him because he's not really a character. He's just kind of a drawing. A little bit. Yeah, a Kubert brother sat down and said, this looks cool. I'm like, do it. <laughs> Is that not the, the Genesis yeah, of this character? That's kind of how it works sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Genesis, yeah. Genesis should be in the game. Yeah. I was going to say Holocaust, because I'm like, I don't feel that the nemesis they've made for us as a colossal, or with a name nemesis, is what I want. I want um, a, a guy who's like a single base. If you need to make him a giant, I don't think the Holocaust should be a giant. Uh, I don't know. I like the name Holocaust. It's kind of big. I know that it has, you know, a lot of, prob- you know, 
it's difficult to name a character that because mm-hmm. of the meaning of the word, especially historically into different ethnic groups. And I understand you need to be sensitive, but call him Nemesis if you have to, but just make him a smaller figure that I can just play on a team and not have everyone swarm because he takes up four squares on the map. Yep. That was really not one choice, was it? I'm just saying different. Yeah. <laughs> my choice is post. Let's go back to Tom. Okay. Uh, my second choice? Yes. Uh, Tyrannus. This came up earlier. Okay. We were talking about this uh, before we started playing today. But uh, he's another one that I just think is criminal that we've never seen. Because he's fairly important. I mean, I've only really known... He's shown up elsewhere besides Hulk, hasn't he? Not really. Is it really <laughs> just in Hulk? Maybe it's just I, I have an inflated view of him because I have such an inflated affection for Hulk comics. But he has shown up a lot in the Hulk. I'm quite surprised he didn't make it into the Hulk set. But, as I've expressed on a few times before... Uh, the Hulk set seemed to think that the first Hulk issue was was the first issue of Planet Hulk. Uh, it's, yeah. it's like they started they started renumbering at that point. It really then. has been a, a th- like a threshold, a yeah. new genesis. Yeah. And and, and the Hulk set really only acknowledged the last X number of years since that. Uh, and not to say there weren't characters from before that, because obviously you know General Ross and Abomination and the Leader and the Hulkbusters they go back a ways, but they've also still been pretty active in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And by and large, the versions of the characters we got were represented in that way. This is, of course, tangenting off my Tyrannus choice, but I feel like I need to now uh, talk a little bit about the fact that why, after so many bad Doc Samsons, did we get a Doc Samson that's so based around that take on Doc Samson? Yeah. Oh, that Doc and, Samson's so terrible. And every General Ross is, is about turning into Red Hulk as opposed to just being an enemy of the Hulk and, and the Abomination. Well, he, he's pretty consistent, but we'll talk mm. about him soon. Um, but yes, Tyrannus, uh, I think, is uh, a very... Uh, important figure in the Hulk's uh, mythos, and also another kind of good opportunity to make a good underground ruler. He is an eternal; he kind of lives forever, and uh, and and he's an important character. He's one of the Hulk's, I would say, top ten at least villains, if not top five. Yeah, making more of the Eternals would be a nice move. Any like, Eternals. any any Eternals would be nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this was tough for me, and one of the characters that I thought was going to end up being on my list is not going to be on my list. Um, but uh, Phil Yurok has the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. and I okay. I didn't put on my top three. I'm not going to include Ben Riley as Spider Man, which I thought I would. But we have Ben Riley in other ways, so I'm, I've made my peace with that in some mm-hmm. ways. Whereas uh, having Phil Yurok the way he should have been, like, and you said it today, Nate. I played with the Phil Yurok, Phil, yeah, Phil Yurok Hobgoblin, and you said at the end of the day, he doesn't feel like any Phil you've ever known. He's not Phil to you. He's not anything. He's a, he's a good piece, mm-hmm. but he's not the character, and that's you know a good point. So I, I'd actually like to see a Phil Urich as the Green Goblin that actually plays like that character was in the comics. And the lunatic laugh power is great. I'm glad to see it included in the game. It shouldn't really be a pulse wave. It's though. reminiscent. Well, it's a triple okay. in cap. Come okay. on, that's what it, it is. It's, it's reminiscent. It's reminiscent of the original Phil Green Goblin, and that's great mm-hmm. and everything. But yeah, it, yeah. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I, and I also, because I used Phil as Green, I didn't include Harry Osborn as Green Goblin, but it'd be nice to see him too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Nate. I Let's... would love to see, and, and you can tell me if this doesn't count, but I would love to see more characters um, from Squadron Supreme, but more specifically, I'd like to see a Hyperion and a Nighthawk and a Princess um, uh, Zarda yeah. From Supreme Power. If they still did action packs and that kind of stuff, that would that would work perfectly. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I just finished uh, the three trades of the Supreme Power proper from Struzinski, and I really enjoyed it. And um, I'd love to see Hyperion just kind of floating there in his cool costume, just punching people's jaws off. That'd be great to see. Just a souped-up version of a Gladiator, or you know, uh, those Superman knockoffs, and 
I, I don't know what else to say about like everyone knows what Superman's powers are, but this would be a Superman unleashed. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Tom. Last one. Yeah. Uh, hard to say um, as I'm kind of waffling between a couple, but the funny part is the one I'm going to choose. I don't even know what her name is. What's the name of the female uh, symbiote? Scream. Scream. That's it. Okay. I th- uh, I'd love to see her. More than Shriek. Okay, fine, Shriek, you're right. In, it's funny because... Only because you modeled a character today true. to look like Shriek. Actually, in yeah. my mind, Shriek now is a real character considering <laughs> I played uh, a fake Shriek. You're right. Now that you now that I re- you remind me that that was, in fact, my own mod and not actually a version of Shriek, uh, then yes, Shriek would be would be my third one. Uh, because she did show up a few times. She's not just Maximum Carnage, even though it's certainly her most significant appearance, but she's shown up on a couple other occasions. And certainly rounding out the Maximum Carnage crew would be fantastic. Uh, you'd want to make her, I would think, uh, at least 95 points so that she can activate Demo Goblin special, or um, uh, Doppelganger special there. But even if you're not being mm-hmm. that specific, just uh, making her, uh, she is a, a fairly important character for that particular storyline, and uh, and she's great. She's cool looking. Uh, what more do you want to say? She's cool looking. <laughs> Done. Shape change. Cool looking. <laughs> that's, all you, that's all you need, right? Got big yep. movies. Double D's shape change. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's interesting. One of the first things I think of it does go to an X place, like all these X characters. Uh, rich history, man. Like there's so many good years of X Men stories. That's but the thing. Yeah. There's so many good like other. You characters went to Superman. From, you're like yeah. Superman had some good issues here. You get some issues here. X Men had like the 70s and the 80s and yeah. the 90s, and then it kind of got. Uh, but like has like at least solid three decades of awesome. And when you talk about things like AOA itself, like you're right, the, that's an entire universe of people that we need. Like Abyss, I would love to see an Abyss. Dang, or my next one. Okay, I have to change it. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I love the way Abyss looks. I love that kind of the flipper yeah. and kind of paper ribbons. He yeah. could look so cool as a skull. And I think okay. he could make a lot of cool game effects around it as well. Oh, he's yeah. the type of character that would seem to be cool in that regard. Yeah, I um, like if they gave him maybe the, the shifting kind of mummy power. Like every turn he gets to be placed a square because he's always flittering around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mine was going to be uh, Random. Oh, yeah. No, random. you didn't. Yeah, yes, did. Random, random was there a lot. The epitome of, like, gr- what is popular, right? Like, what people like? Grunge. <laughs> like, grunge music. Okay, what do grunge <laughs> people look like? They tie their shirts, not or, always, their flat though. shirts around their Hold waist, on. and not they wear sunglasses, and uh, he's totally grunged out. Not always, though, did he look like He also looked like... You love uh, his stubble, don't you? I, I, it was the stubble, I was about to bring out the stubble. How, how does he he also looks like a, He <laughs> also looked much younger, like... There's different versions of random, but he's he's a quintessential '90s Next character. Next, Marvel's gonna have like, what's cool now? People like to say lol. Okay, put lol on his shirt. Yeah, I don't know. Why well, gotta be that way? Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> DC is making uh, what is it? April, WTF? WTF month? Moment month? Yeah. That is a great example of like out of touch suits asking <laughs> questions about like, what do people like? What are the kids into? And then they have this whole thing. We're like, we're yeah. going to put WTF on the books. Like, it's not going to sell better. It just makes you look out of touch. Yeah, it's it's YOLO month here. And, yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. It's my little bit groovy. You know, month. Okay, I'll I'll, 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 name it, I'll name a different one then. <laughs> it's a great video. You see the one from the Lonely Island did a video on that. Oh, really did, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Okay, I'll change my answer then. Um, because we because we, we we made it fun of you. You browbeat me into it. You know what? Okay. You enjoy random excess. You sh- I want you to convince me why random should be in the game. I, I honestly, as much as we laughed at it, I thought random was a good call. He's been in a lot of comics. He's in a lot of teams. He, would have good he fits on different teams. He's I don't well, know. Well, I mean, he's X Factor and Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's enough for me. It's, it's, enough. it's a lot. A lot is more than one. Is he technically an acolyte now? Uh, I think maybe he, maybe he called him now. an acolyte. I'm yeah. sure they could do that. I'm sure they could make him and put him like six keywords on him and make him a super rare. 
give him give him teen and uh, just and a, kid. Oh, no one of them. Oh, brutes. Oh my god. He, yeah, he's he definitely would a brute. be a brute though. <laughs> okay, my my backup <laughs> answer would have been XS, who is a, a character from the Legion of Superheroes. So I went DC with this one. Because uh, someone yeah. had to, someone exactly. had to, right? A well, she's a great, service. she's a speedster, but she is a member, member of the Legion. She's a nineties bar- character. She's created by oh. Dan Abnett and uh, Andy Lanning. Hypersonic. Uh, any character named XS should be in. The I think it was her. It might have been X Five or I don't know what it was supposed about. to be. I don't know. That'd be hypersonic I'm, with hypersonic. It was a relative. It was a relative of impulse. We're perplexed. Because she has unorthodox tactics. That's true. Oh. Possibly super senses on the defense. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, who's your next one? Now you're done and ripping apart anything I've I actually have a bunch that I just kind of... I'd love to see... I'm just going to kind of just pepper them out there. Oh, good. I see Sugar Man. Yep. I want to see M. Okay. Oh, M. M. Oh, oh, M for sure. Yeah. Okay. Man, do we ever need her. I can't believe we don't have M yet. Or acolytes. V- you know I love the Acolytes. See, yeah. I would like a Generation X I'm in the adults. Know, team pack. Yeah. Not a team dial because we wouldn't get them all. Absolutely. Generation X, I would love to see them all. Husk, I'd love to see a Husk. Husk a skin. Great. Love Husk. I want a proper X-Man. I know we're getting him. Am I the only one who thinks Husk is incredibly sexy? Is that just me? No, she's yep. sexy. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're the only one that thinks tearing off your flesh yeah, is Yeah, I love that she's all damaged and messed up like that. That's cool, okay, man. that's a little weird. Yeah, that is weird. But hey, you know, more power to you. I hope you get some fan mail. Yeah. <laughs> what is with me, like Southern girls too? I don't even like the Southern accent, but like I love Rogue, and I think that, that I, I, I like a Husk. So maybe I got a thing for Southern girls. Yeah. Southern bells. Yeah, the one, Southern bells should have shape change. One that you can't touch, and the other one, if you do, you might tear your skin off. Yeah, it's, that's that's what Nate. That's a prize. <laughs> if, you, if you don't come away with a fistful of skin, you did it wrong. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong? With hey, that? you have said on this podcast, on the whole. And it isn't big enough. So I don't know if anyone's going to talk about euphemisms here. <laughs> oh, and today was a particularly bad day. It wasn't a bad day. Right. Well, I, you can have a little bit of fun. I came up with a lot of... Uh, I was a There's lot a lot. Of... When you start thinking about... No, I'm, I'm actually going back now to unclicked characters. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry for euphemism. Um, but there's a lot. I mean, the more you start thinking about it, the more it, it kind of spirals out of control. M just reminds me of the whole Generation X. And, and people also like... Uh, oh, Richter, like, too? Yeah, Richter. Oh, Richter, yeah. Layla Miller. I would see I'd Layla, love Miller. To Layla Miller. Layla I would Miller. love to see... And, and then when I think about Layla Miller, then I, go, then I go over to Valeria Richards, and I would love to see That's her, That's what too. my other one was. Valeria I wanted to... She'd be great. For Future Foundation? Yeah. Or Franklin and Valeria duo? Yeah. They're always no, together. No, no, you couldn't accept it, eh? That's one of the only duos I would actually accept. No, yeah, I don't want. I, I don't want a, my. I don't want a three-year-old to be on her own. I do. <laughs> you'd no. rather. You'd rather she was with a five-year-old. Okay. You're going to be playing a game, and you're like, I'm going to use my Valeria, this three-year-old, yeah, and Superman's going to run over with a dumpster and do like six. It's not like he's not doing that to the Runaways whenever he wants. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Right? Least, Molly Hayes. Is okay. No, poor Molly. Okay, they're at least you teenagers. Know, you know or... the ducks die when he does that too. Those little ducks at cream too. They're gone. Chaos. I'm just saying. At least she's like seven or eight, but this is a three-year-old. Do you have no heart? Maybe she can't be KO'd. Maybe she's Maybe. just a frame of mind. But Franklin, okay, Frank, they're always together. Yeah, they are always together. I would now, except when they're not. Oh, they're almost always together. Now, when she goes off with her grandpa and stuff, like they do things separately. I would actually, what I would like to see is that they've. They, Alternate timeline, Reed Richards. Which one? All, all of them. All one of the Fiddy Gauntlet and John yeah. off in the Hickman run? Oh, are you yeah. kidding me? I remember, I do want Those to... sculpts will oh, be out. I would like yeah, a, Phoenix um, 5. I want them all. I would like a proper Nathaniel Richards. Like, I, want not a t- I hope a t- we Kang, get a team but... base that's just Phoenix 5. How about that? That'd be cool. No, it would not be. It would be ridiculous. It wouldn't be fun. But the good thing about it is that you can switch them off and use them on their own. <laughs> Great. One. You can switch them. And they all have the same powers. It would be so much fun. Yeah. Or the moon. 
Yeah, the moon. They would all just be impervious hypersonic characters with long range. Did they not class. have like a little Tons of personality? Fun. I don't know. They didn't have much personality. Well, I mean, Emma would be more geared towards telepathic stuff and psychic blasting, and like Namor would be more about crushing crap, and then he, he, Peter would like not have any movement powers. He doesn't do anything. Wouldn't wouldn't Namor? <laughs> hey, Namor would have dolphin symbol too, so that'd be amazing. Wouldn't Namor basically yeah. be the secret invasion Namor, like charge flurry? No, no, hypersonic. Oh, and he should have a power that's like rip off Red Hulk's arm. Yeah. He didn't rip it off. He just broke it. He snapped it in twain. That's good enough for me. Okay. You saw bone? It's okay, but he didn't rip it off. And Cyclops, right. obviously, he's like a range expert, whereas Namor, like, he never really uses range. Like, in the whole thing, no. did he ever shoot anything? No. He just, be, he just close combat. Yeah, and then you'd have magic who's just like crazy. As, just like the Hulk Dead heroes or, or the Defenders or anything else, once again, Namor would be the also-ran. I think that, oh, I think he's pretty cool, though, yeah, Namor. The sub, uh, Secret Hulk Man. He's one of the most amazing. Oh, yeah, I think he's very cool. He's just the cheapest one. Oh, I see. All right, so we move on. I, I gotta go soon. I guess you have to run very shortly. Um, well, we we're gonna do the definitive versions of a of a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess was that, was that all we had on tap for today? Yeah, let's keep it to that. All right. Well, okay. So if you had to use, uh, let's start quickly with Bizarro. Sure. Um, which one do you think is the most, I guess, comic definitive or comic accurate that you think exists? Who are we starting with? Well, I Bizarro. mean, Bizarro. Oh, who's our, uh, um, oh us. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Well, we start with that. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. What, like, want me to start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one I think? Yes. Um, <laughs> you guys are jerks. You start taking your clothes off first? I don't understand. What, is, what game do you think we're playing here? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I went between Bizarro number one or Bizarro from the Fast Forces Superman. Sorry, the All-Star Bizarro, because it kind of reminds me of the idea that he's just kind of this weird flip-flop version of Superman, but mm-hmm. I ended up settling on Bizarro number one because it kind of feels more like that's how Bizarro usually fights. This is my choice, too. Yeah. He just kind of lumbers in and then I, not, I don't I love nec- this sculpt. I don't, I, nec- sculpt. I don't necessarily agree with the like the ridiculous high defense at the end, but I, I again it's the opposite number. Like he doesn't he starts off he's easy to hit and something happens to him. So and then he's just he's just a brute and he does have the brute keyword. So <laughs> you're happy. You know I'm happy. <laughs> Very happy man. I mean the, like I don't like the, the injustice league keyword uh, team ability because who cares. Um, Especially because that's a pretty new set. I mean, Arkham Asylum to still be using a defunct keyword that no one cares about, or sorry, team building. Mm. I believe the artist who sculpted this is what's his name, Meisner, or what's his, I, I think that's Ben Meisner. Ben yeah. Meisner. Yeah, yeah. You can sell because he usually sculpts things larger. Um, it fits here though. His yeah, his totally. Nick Fury and his Iron Man from Secret Invasion um, are also the same kind of proportions. So you can kind of tell when he sculpts something. Yeah. Um, but he did a great job with this. I really like it. He's 100 points. He's not necessarily the best one, but he's one that most feels more like this is Bizarro. Yeah. He's got like a teen ability as well. Like, yeah, he just kind of... Uh, All-Star Bizarro I just like because he is, again, an exact flip version of a version and of And his sculpt is a fantastic rendition yeah. of, the, of the comic. Yeah. Yes, he is. And then the Fast Forces one, not in all at all like a real Bizarro. Like, I like the dial a lot. He's my choice. That's, really? It? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think... because it's, Well, the, to be honest with you, I am a poor person to speak to comic accurate Bizarro. I've read few comics with Bizarro in them. The thing I love about this uh, in a lot of, because of the fact that Bizarro is a bit of an enigmatic character to me anyway this is a very enigmatic dial and maybe if I really had the time to commit to memorizing things and I would always know where I was This is a tough one to know. It's constantly shifting and the fact that it is constantly shifting and it may not be like Bizarro but certainly it is bizarre uh, and know. as far as being a character that really just having him on the board uh, shakes up the game to a certain extent because you're it's so unexpected. Um, th- that that to me is is a is a cool. It's almost like a game effect 
uh, as a as a character. And That's I, true, and he does have a really cool trait, which is basically is the old Bizarro World um, Battlefield condition. Battlefield condition, which yeah. is nice. So yeah, he he is bizarre. I'll give you that. Yeah, well, yeah, he's just like a veteran Joker from uh, Legacy. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we love a that guy for the same reason. Crap. Yeah, well, he's just he's random. You never know what you're nice. gonna get. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I guess uh, the, in fairness, I guess but in that's terms part of his sculpt, this is the all star version. Yeah, it is kind the of style, unfortunately. Which is why I would say, like, yeah. I'm also not a big expert on DC accuracy, but I, I, from what I've seen of or understand of Bizarre, he he, you know, he seems to have more in common with the Ben Meisner sculpts. Yeah, that's true. From uh, Arkham Asylum. And now we're moving our way over to uh, Abomination. Abomination. Yeah, this he, time around, I didn't realize that. Is there any doubt? The ones we picked had so little. I don't know. Is there? What'd you in start my with? opinion, there's not. In my opinion, it's got to be the gravity feed, um, as the most uh, not that one. I don't know. Uh, as the most comic accurate. It really it just has to be the one that costs the most points and has the most power, basically. Uh, and as, as much as that may seem like a banal reason for choosing him, the, the truth of it is he's uh, he's got the highest damage output. Uh, he's indomitable. He's got the best reducers. He's got the. I think he might have the longest. He's tied for the longest style. Um, I certainly have the modern ones, and 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 he's really stands up better because his, his numbers are so much better. As we've pointed out before, he's not as efficient as the main set one. So as far as a piece to kind of put on your team in the hopes of being a, a more closer to victory, uh, then I think that the efficiency you get for a, a massive discount of thirty eight points less. The 132-point main set version is more playable. But this one, to me, seems more like the Abomination because he's just all numbers and powers. Yeah. And the Abomination is not a complicated character by any means. No, this does feel like he just jumped out of a Hulk comic. Hey, he wrote stories, and he dressed up in a trench coat and read stories to children in the library. That's yeah. true. He's more complicated than you give him credit. That, is, that isn't representative of the dial. <laughs> in that much, you're, uh, you're right. Now, I will say there's one problem with this dial. Yeah, he goes he's to two fine. damage. Well, that, Okay, fair enough. It's on his speed tower. I don't, I don't think he should be a dolphin. He goes in water all the time. Yeah, he goes in water all the time. He used to sleep at the bottom of a lake. He's not really better in water. To me, a dolphin symbol doesn't just mean swims frequently. It means in some way... In <laughs> so you're saying, like, I couldn't have dolphin on mine. <laughs> exactly. Just because you might be a big fan of like going for a swim, that shouldn't give you the dolphin symbol. I say anyone who can breathe underwater and submerge should probably have it. Uh... Uh, maybe I I can I can see an argument made for that. A lot of a lot of comic characters don't need to breathe at all. And he's a fish man. But bear, bear mind, on the map, it's not like the reason why water is slowing you down is because you have to keep catching your breath. It's because you're traveling through something that's hard to travel through. He's fairly fast. I have never ever seen him swim. To be fair, but you would imagine like he's a fish man. I'm he's probably pretty good. Yeah, he does. Well, he doesn't have flippers. He basically is still up up the same as yeah, flippers up here on, the, on his head. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the same as any other super strong character is in water. So you assume they're probably pretty good swimmers because they could. Really they move their body Although well. Juggernaut just walks underwater, he doesn't really swim. So does Hulk. Like, Hulk doesn't actually need to breathe. Um, uh, and he leap over the water, he doesn't care. He does, but even when he's in the water, like, he he, he walks along the, the bottom of the, of the uh, ocean. Tempest Fugit. In Tempest Fugit, he, he beats up a shark. Yeah. Uh, I and love yeah, that. And he's he's jealous of your trade. Did you buy the trade? It's I, I did purchase it, but it's like, takes one, two months to ship, so we'll see uh, what Amazon does. It's, it's great. It's a, I love Tempest Future, and I love Dear Trisha, so it's a, a great drink. Yeah, I do too. But um, but yeah, in terms of the dolphin symbol, it, even though he looks like he should have the dolphin symbol... He, he, lived, in, he lived in the sewers for a while? Living in the sewers does not make you a dolphin. It just To me, a dolphin... I don't think that's what the symbol means. <laughs> yeah, to dolphin to, symbols to, to me, the right. symbol means, for some reason, he's not as hindered by water as another character that is of a similar nature. So in the case of the Abomination, you compare him against a similar-natured character, might be... The Hulk is a great example, actually. 
Um, they both are big, they're both green, they're super strong, and yet nothing in their uh, anatomy, other than the ability to breathe underwater, gives them any particular ability to make it through the water faster than anybody else. So the same argument that says Abomination should have the dolphin symbol says Hulk should have it. And I, since I don't think Hulk should have it, I kind of am perfectly guess, happy with him not I guess it's because Hulk doesn't really sleep underwater and he's not a scaly reptilian kind of creature. Yeah, he doesn't look it. When's the last time they had a predominant, well, not predominant, but like for the most part, you don't even see water that often. It's, so that's it's, bothersome, actually. I, 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 bothersome. I, it's bothersome, bothersome to me, too. But at the end of the day, it's not going to make a huge difference to most of the time you play. I know. It's just like, it, look, We're talking about accuracy. It I know. On, I, in the, in I the main set, Tommy doesn't quite In the main set of Abomination, he does have it. And I believe he's had it elsewhere. I don't think or is the only he has. One he's had it? The, he didn't have an explosion, and he definitely didn't have an adventure. Like, so. I think the lizard should have it. I don't know why the lizard doesn't have it. True. And we know the lizard's fast in water. Yeah, that's a good argument. It's yeah. interesting that the like, Amazing Spider-Man doesn't have it. So I think that's kind of a... Um, Not as accurate. What do you think there, Adam? Well, I, I agree with you on your choice, but I still, I always will love the uh, the Vatican. <laughs> he's ridiculous, but you know what? He's the, he's to me the more classic looking. First of all, true. Well, he's also taller. He's yep. he's actually quite large, and you can put an object in his arms and he'll hold it. And again, <laughs> yeah, that's true. What? <laughs> and, who, and who doesn't like doing that? Because you're right. So many times you have to lean the objects up against their character. Well, some of them will just hold them. And he's one of them. I do wish they could make him the size and girth that Diodato draws him. When mm-hmm. in the Bruce Jones uh, series, where yeah. remember that Diodato. panel where he starts walking across this like this yeah. this whole huge wasteland, and then there's like it's like a house or something, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he like demolishes the house and it's like just kills everyone inside, and, like yeah. walks through the panel. Like he has this girth; he's incredibly awesome looking. Yeah, Diodato does an amazing job in that run. Yeah, and Romita Jr. I think he's Even done some really good hated panels the run? as well. Uh, yes, I didn't really like the run, but I did. I, the art is fantastic. the art is the art. Yep, it is. And you're right. In terms of just, like, again, what I was saying before about the simplicity of the abominations, all just like powers and numbers. The old, uh, the old uh, explosion, or is it explosion? It is explosion. Uh, yeah, he doesn't really have the numbers. But again, I don't know, straight for the time forward power. You're right for the time. For explosion, he was ridiculous. Yeah, like, look at the damage. The it's great for 100 points, three consist- straight four. Yeah, the consistency, having all the days of six you, attack. Like you would always have, <laughs> you would always have super strength, like on every click. Yeah, so he'd always have an object, and or at least try to always have an object. He's relatively slow, but like. If the outlet was ever used against him, the outlet was used against his uh, damage reducer. I feel like this is more so your favorite rather than the more accurate. Because I feel like Tom. I said, I said right of... there that there will always be a special place in my heart. I okay. prefaced it by oh, saying, okay. so, for the most part, I agree with Tom. Okay, okay. I, I think he's yeah. right and he makes a good argument, and I agree with him. But there is a special place in my heart for this guy. Okay. What about yourself, there, Nate? Yeah, I, I like the dolphin symbol thing, so I, yeah. I picked the one that's more like um, main set one, uh, efficient. But I do agree that I mean Tom has a point. I mean he the, the vet is beefier. He is a thicker hide. Uh, he doesn't go down quite as fast. Um, and I should point out that I'm not fundamentally against the dolphin symbol either. Like it's certainly he is one that to me is on the cusp. I was more saying why I can live with him not mm-hmm. having it. Mm-hmm. Not so. I still, I still think it's an underused symbol, and it's nice to be able to find an excuse. I do like. I think if anything, cheap... he should have improved movement, ignore hindering, then he can ignore bushes and water. That's yeah. true. I do like that the cheaper one does have the battle fury for all the way through because that does feel very abomination. Yeah. But but the thing about the abomination that yeah. through most of his career is that he has been able to keep a cool mind. Yeah. And he does still yeah. have the Emma Blonsky brain. He's this Russian, you know, scientist and he's still trying to like get secrets to get them back to Mother Russia. So I feel like he's not just a raging monster. Yeah, he has been. When he this, goes up against this, the Hulk he usually This is an experienced version. So it's somewhere in the middle of his time. Yeah. So he has had time when he's been a blinding rager. But I feel like for the most part the vet 
in terms of the damage slot, I think in terms of that, accurate. like I think this one and the sorry the um, the regular set one and the gravity feed are much more the classic abomination in the middle of a fight. Hmm. Whereas the fast forces one is more of the kind of the other period you're talking about, where he's not gravity feed. He, gravity sorry, the gravity feed just no not, no I, the no I mean sorry I mean fast forces. The oh, fast okay. forces the is the one who's actually jumping around. He's more of abomination when he's not in the middle of a fight with the Hulk. Like he's still he is rational. Neat. This he's is one of the things. most this is one of the most efficient bruiser dials that I know of. But he's not totally upfront. Like I, yeah. I, I have to get you. I have that to. ability to regen at the beginning is nice. Love it, it. is. Yeah, mid dial regeneration, this is, end dial regeneration. This is kind of more like the version that would have existed in like also the mid nineties where he's living. Although he doesn't have the dolphin, where he's living in the sewers, he's not an outright. Yeah, brute. Leap climb lets him. He's yeah. leap climbing around, around, but he's not. He's not right in your face. He's not a first attacker. He's gonna let you're gonna attack him first in most cases. He's one. That, honestly, I I think the abomination is one of the best handled in the whole Hulk release. All mm. three versions have their place. Mm. Uh, they're very playable. They they I can see them representing different parts of his life. <laughs> Adam just Adam, on the Avengers one. Adam just clicked on the Avengers one. No, uh, no love yeah. for this hey, guy. That eh? sculpt is gorgeous. It's, true. it's a really nice sculpt. No love for but Avengers. I don't like what they did. I mean, I, I can see what Mark Millar was doing with trying to like look. This is the Chinese kind of like hegemonic other you know bipolar. Uh, I was uh, found superpower the story the concept, and we're going to make this version of Abomination. We can't make him Soviet because that's not the other kind of like superpower. So we're going to make it Chinese. Yeah. But I don't. I didn't really care for the depiction of the character or getting his face punched yeah. off. Well, for 150 really, points, yeah. what are you paying for? Yeah, I didn't really care for Nothing. the uh, number of seven, eight, and eight attacks <laughs> that are on. His At the time, though, it's like three clicks on charge. That's amazing. Like, you know, no, that still wasn't true. Yeah. This is awful in every way. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what the 150 points are for. They didn't know how to manage gi- uh, giant characters. But, like, where's the calculation? Like, I'd yeah. like to know, how does this character, even with characters in that set, yeah. this is, how it, does this make this sense? This is one of the worst pieces ever made. If, you, <laughs> if you're considering... If you're considering... When... I love his ability. Just to see these giant swaths of truth. This is the worst day of anyone's life. <laughs> but if you... If you scale for the time period in which it was released, okay. then it's fair to say this is one of the worst hero things. I have of played all him time. once, yep. and I will not play him again. Has yeah. anyone else here played him? I played him. Okay, I played him. Like, I, I played not... him really early, and then yeah, I, mean, yeah. I didn't know anything about hero clicks. I'm just like, look at how big he is. He yeah, must be awesome. Just, <laughs> he must be good. Yeah, judging yeah. from sculpt, that is how something wrong. Really what else can you do, right? That was like back in the day. Like we're yeah. talking about Mike today. Back in the day, he's like, well, it's a veteran. That's the best one. Get yeah. the veteran. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Yeah, that's not how it works. No. Oh man. Look at those attack values. This was in the Avengers. I, I might have played it in sealed. But even then, unless it was unless unless for you played the only sealed game in which they had single boosters, and this was the only piece of gold. Even then, hey, at there's least no he has excuse. charge. There are giants like giant Dragon Man who has no movement yeah. powers at all. It's like 15 defense with Impervious just floating around. Well, I guess he had that defense going for him because yeah. at the time there was oh, not yeah. a lot of high 18. attacks. You didn't see that very often. And, and the yeah. attacks were still they weren't. And you're like, like put him in hindering, and no one will get him. Like he'll get him anyway. <laughs> Yeah, put him in hindering and, and no one will get him. He'll get nobody. It'll be a great balance. Yeah, where is the... I just don't know where the points are going. And I don't the team ability is really expensive. Was Masters and all that damage though? reduction continuous. That's pretty expensive. Had they made the change to Masters by that time? Yes, they had. They had. Yes. But you're right. I don't... Oh, I, maybe. I, no, I don't know if they did. I think they had. Yeah, I know they had. Because it was in the same set as... One of the other, I don't remember. Now. I feel like they changed it around the mutations time of mutations of monsters. monsters. I like how he only has one click of four damage. It's good. <laughs> it's I a lot feel of like sense. no. I feel like he, he did starts have with it. it. It's not like a three four three. See, I wish Leon was here because he would actually know that. Well, you know what, listeners, you can write into us and let us know. Yeah, let us know that let we're wrong. Know. 
Yeah. Uh, I, you know, pile drivers in the set. I feel like we were already able to. I don't think he was doing much in the set either. Living no. Laser, remember that nineteen I, defense in Living Laser? Amazing. Like that was good. That was amazing. I feel like the first time I was excited for Masters Evil was with Wrecker because I'm like, oh, I can just keep pushing this guy. I don't remember having that conversation with Pile Driver or Abomination. No, I feel like Colonel could do or the, it, or the Colonel either. A Colonel again is another character from Avengers. 118 points. What? For what? Why, why would you want to just keep pushing the Abomination anyway? Because you really want to get to that seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, the ultimate representations of, of villains. Were Maybe not I was good. hoping Thanos would switch my values for me. Yeah. <laughs> and in the same set, they have Iron Widow, who's amazing. True. Yeah. Like the hero ultimate characters are great, and then you have the villains are just terrible. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Compare the the, the ultimate Hulk against the ultimate Abomination is hilarious. Yeah. What a difference of like thirty seven yeah. points. Like not that he was that good, but if you look at like even the Mandarin, like he was only a few more, a few points more than Abomination, and a world of difference. Psychic blast, no wit. Like and he still ha- third look at the range. The I love the Mandarin. <laughs> this is not a good version <laughs> of the Mandarin. Well, there hasn't been one at all. There will be. We'll get a uh, we're gonna movie one. Yeah, first, we're gonna a crappy movie. But one. then we also have an Iron Man set. No, hold on, I take it back. Out. The movie one will be amazing. Because that's the way they do things. Anyways, uh, I guess that's, that we're pretty much good for this episode. We're good for this episode. It's a little bit yeah. shorter than normal. Um, but thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, joining us, Tom. No problem. Glad to have you here. And uh, Nate, thanks for coming back. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't leave. You don't leave. You're I always here. Your couch. Yeah. You sleep under my couch? With the cat. That is not comfortable or hygienic. <laughs> All right. It's warmer well, than uh, sleeping on the street. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> uh, this has been episode 56 of Comic Shenanigans. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com or you can like us on Facebook or give us some comments in the HC Realms post uh, where I usually post these episodes uh, for uh, easy linkage. Oh, and rate us and give us reviews on uh, YouTube, um, uh, iTunes as well. That yeah, helps us get yeah, yeah, it definitely helps. We don't have any, any likes or anything yet. Yeah. Just Surprising. anything. Even though I know I know people are listening. We're likable. Yeah, we're likable. We're we're good. Anyway. Uh so thanks for joining us and we'll make sure to see you next time. Go play some clicks. Bye. Later. <laughs>